Hey, my friends, what's going on? Hey, this podcast today is arguably one of my most funnest. I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? Somebody look it up. Google it. Send me a link or something so that I can ignore it and act like you're a jerk for doing that to me. Anyways, today I sat down with this comedian named DJ Lewis, and uh, I first saw DJ Lewis at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and if you've not been there, get off your wallet, take somebody down there, and have some laughs. It's a great time, and then go to the backstage bar, which is right behind it, and that's where DJ and I sat down there on the patio. Now, the beautiful thing about that is... When I record these podcasts, you get this live ambiance, right? And so you just kind of feel like you sit down at the table. It's like me trying to invite you into this little world and be part of this conversation. Well, the other beautiful thing about that is, even though you got headphones on, even though you got a laptop set up, even though you got a microphone in front of your face, random people walking down Station Street would stop and just start having a conversation with us. So you get to be a part of that as well and experience that. One guy gave us a flower. Anyways... They uh, do that toward the end of the podcast. His friends come down. Uh, I don't think they knew we were there. They just kind of strolling by and like, oh, my God, there's DJ. What's he doing? And so they roll up. They join the podcast with us. Now, DJ, uh, he's not just all about fun and laughs. I mean, he is. He's funny, but he's got his own story and he's going to get into it. But just to see if I can give you a little synopsis here. DJ spent, I think it's 16, was it 16 or 14? Uh, it was, I think it was 16. He went to jail, went to prison for nine years for strong arm robbery. Um, he talks about that a little bit. We talk about the injustices uh, of the judicial system. I mean, he didn't even get to bond out uh, or, or to post bail after he got arrested. Where you got people who are murderers who get to post bail. And we talk about why that may or may not have been which I think is a fascinating discussion to, that we need to have as a society when it comes to our judicial system. I had no plans of talking about that right now. Anyways, he talks about that. He talks about later on being a, a meth addict. He talks about his struggles and in, in, in just in life and how comedy actually helped him get clean and straight. I think he referred to it as just cleansing his soul first. His soul had to become cleansed before he can solely get his body to be cleansed from meth and the addictions that he was in. He's a little crazy, and uh, but that's the beauty of talking with comedians. Hey, by the way, if you're easily offended, turn this off. If you got kids in the car and you don't want them hearing some coarse language, turn this off. Mom, if you're listening, turn this off. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Comedy Catch. Well, it was recorded live at the Comedy Catch at the Backstage Bar. This is episode number 32 with DJ Lewis. Want to talk, talk about. about whatever you want to talk about, buddy? Hey, I got DJ Lewis, brother. How about you, baby? Hey, what are you doing out there in the world? In the world, man. In the damn world. So I used to live in uh, Washington. Did you? Yeah. In Tacoma? No, or? Tacoma's like the armpit of Washington. That's what I hear. That's why I got the hell out of it. That's why, that's why he's in such a hurry. They no, got gang smoke. shootings. Yeah. There's an ashtray over there. Oh, yeah, ashtray? I just don't want to smoke because I don't want breathing in it. Oh, don't worry about yeah. it. Okay, shit. Yeah, air that we, thing don't, out. we don't give a damn about I don't give a damn about that. Um, How about you? You can smoke, you can drink, you can say whatever the Ooh, hell you want to say. This, this is my kind of, <laughs> my kind of party right <laughs> here. Goddamn, let's get in there. Beers are good to go. No, I lived in uh, Vancouver, Washington, uh, and when I say it, everybody thinks I'm talking about Vancouver, 
Canada. Canada. But I followed up with Vancouver, Washington. Washington. Yeah, and that's and how's how's Vancouver, Washington doing? How they doing out there? It's a beautiful place, man. It's right side out of it's right outside of Portland, Oregon. Oh, you, 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 you. I, uh, the, what I know about Oregon is the Klamath River. I know the Klamath River. Yeah, the Klamath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, I spent some good time out there, uh, having a good time. What were you doing out there? Fucking off in the redwoods and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I was hanging out. So you're down in southern Oregon. Uh, yeah, well, I was working in Humboldt County, California. I was working out there, like, trimming, yeah. Yeah, you doing yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the uh, uh, what do they call it, the Emerald Triangle. Uh, yeah, that's where I was. So like, you're out there yeah. harvesting and trimming. Yeah, 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 if I were doing that kind of shit. Well, you know, it's funny because I You know like, what that is? It's, it's where they harvest all the marijuana. Yeah. And this yeah, is before yeah. it was legal, right? Yeah, it was way before it was legal. Dude, have you seen the uh, Netflix documentary on that? I fucking have, dude. <laughs> yeah, I have, dude. And it's crazy. Murder Mountain, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never I never heard of anything like that. Like, I never heard of anybody. All I knew was hippies and hippie festivals and shit like that. You know what I mean? And that's that's the only thing that, that, that I knew of. Of that area, I didn't know they was just murdering and chunking people in the in the in the fields and, and disappearing. Yeah, man. not being found. Yeah, yeah, not at all. No idea where they are. They, they just killed them. Just motherfuckers. It's it's a it's it's mountain folk, man. It's mountain folk. And even though they're in the damn you know in California, you know you think you know that, that it's that it's there's organized like we are gonna be organized, right? Like, <laughs> like mountain like, folk. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. Like a bunch of hillbillies just gonna decide, you know? No, no, no that shit. That's just a mentality, man. It is. Yeah. So you're up there trimming, trimming. Well, no, I was actually doing more farm work. I wasn't. I did the trimming, and everybody did the trimming because there's so much goddamn trimming to do. But uh, uh, and it's such a tedious, just mind-numbing job, man. I mean, you're just sitting there with a little pair of scissors, just trim, trim, trim. You gotta have your alcohol clean them all because it gets so gunky and shit like that. So you just trim, 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 trim all damn day. And uh, and but me, I was out there uh, mainly like. Uh, Mending fences and like and yeah. like setting up like you know uh, beds and stuff like that. I, it was it was a lot of farm work work. Okay, I, now I got to do. I, I listened to you do a podcast. I didn't listen to the whole podcast, but you were at the Bijou Theater. Were you allowed to travel out there? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. there's some places you said in that podcast about putting diapers on goats. That there's some counties in Georgia you're not allowed in. No, no, that no, they were about to banish me. They oh. were about to banish <laughs> okay. me. Yeah, they were about to bash me. So, but you're allowed here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay. allowed anywhere, you know, anywhere <laughs> okay. that there's beauty happening. They let me in. So, if there's beauty and a good time and love and shit, they just say, DJ, you just get your ass on in there. That so, you were it. allowed there. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to travel. Uh, I'm allowed to do all that shit now. I got a, I got a, 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 a charge, and uh, they gave me, uh, they gave me uh, like three years probation. But then out of that, I started a teaching a class and like and now it's like they don't get and, I, and i'm not i'm not gonna like break my probation anyhow i mean i don't i didn't break it in the first place right I mean, i'm i'm innocent as i've been being innocent but uh i've uh, uh quite possibly the most innocent individual that's ever been uh, incarcerated state, state, yeah incarcerated <laughs> exactly and not and on paper but no, man, no, no, no. No, that happened to me. I got locked up one night. Uh, I earned the first one. Yeah, yeah. I earned it. Yeah, yeah. And I got pulled over for a taillight bin out. The next thing I know, he's putting cuffs on me. I'm like, for what? He said, failure to comply. I said, comply with what? 
And, of course, he don't know. Right. He don't know. I got to go see the judge next morning. <clears throat> and the state or the county had ordered me to take a class. And not only had I taken a class, I completed the damn class. What? But the class didn't report it to the county. What? So the county put a warrant out for my arrest. And for so a damn class? I didn't take the class that they court-ordered class. That's what they said, but you did do it. They I just, completed they it. They just didn't do their damn paperwork. Somebody didn't do the damn paperwork, so it cost me a night in jail. Of course, the girlfriend bonded me out. I'm like, don't bond me out. It's one right. night. Yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah, the judge yeah, in yeah. the morning. Yeah. So you're about to get asleep in, in the yeah. jail, and all of a sudden, hey! So he yeah. woke me up and got me out. And But I did find out that... Uh, I like the sliders and clickers yeah. a lot better than I do gym pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I did a, I did, I did a, a pretty good stint in prison. Uh, I got locked up when I was sixteen, and I did uh, nine and a half years. Yeah, I remember that in your yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you're pretty I, raw and honest about that. Yeah, man. You gotta be, man. You gotta be, because how else do you? How do you? How? Number one, use your pain and your experiences. How, I mean, there's no there's no sense in going up there and being any fucking body else but you. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how that's I like to call comedy when people would if they would ask me to define it, I would define it as uh, the art of emoting humorously in relation to the human condition. And what I mean by that is to make fun of the things that we are. You know, people get mad uh, all the time and, and get it, it just and just speak of the, of the reality of the human condition because we're all humans. We all have I make I make meth jokes. Well, I was a meth addict. You know what I mean? I don't know how else to make how else to, to but I, I was a meth addict. I mean, I guess you, they say you always are. Yeah, I don't like, know what know, I think I, about yeah, that yeah, either. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I don't either. But I mean, I've been clean for a while now, and uh, and and I don't know how to process that information. Nor do I do. Nor do I feel like that the that any program, government run program, right? Because people get mad all the time. Never addicts. Never addicts. Always somebody else in the crowd going, oh, and they don't hear what you're saying because I, I clearly state that that meth is bad and that it's it's terrible and it fucked my life up. But what I hate worse than that is the fact that there's so much propaganda around it. Yeah. Because of the propaganda, you can't cure the addiction. If you're putting out all this false information about it, you can't understand the addiction. So how can you offer any kind of fucking help? Right. And a joke is that, you know, they said, you see it in, a, in a, on Facebook or something where a woman ate two babies. You know what I'm saying? Or something. Like, I couldn't barely hold down a biscuit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I was doing it, I couldn't eat like two babies. That's a lot of fucking babies. To That's me. a lot of babies. You know, me. I couldn't do that when I was sober. I could, but you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> And I say that, and I say those people get, wow, he was promoting meth. No, the fuck I wasn't. I was not. I was not promoting meth. I was absolutely denouncing propaganda. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and you run into the problem that I run into sometimes when I when I speak. You, you People hear my words, but you missed my message. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. You missed my message. You you heard my words, and you just put your own goddamn thing into it. That's that. That's the. Uh, that's that. That's that. That trigger point. That's that trigger point which makes people completely. Uh, oblivious to what you're saying and feeling like you know there was just that that joke that was uh, I forget her name she just did that joke about Venmo and and XX extension extensions or whatever. no I don't know that one basically she said something about a rapper that got killed and then she got a bunch of death threats and the jokes was, and the joke was fucking a funny joke 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the guy was carrying around like $50,000, and then he got killed for it. And then she said, that'd be a great commercial for Venmo. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm going to say? Like, you're not carrying that much cash. So, so uh, and that is a funny joke. It is a funny a joke. fucking hilarious joke. And then people got death, death threats. So they missed the entire point. They missed the premise. They missed, they missed everything. He, she, he, she wasn't saying anything terrible about him or you know what I'm saying it's people are just but that's the thing that I hear a lot of comedies not comedies comedians discussing today is the things they can't discuss well you're supposed to discuss the things that you're supposed to that's the point of comedy I mean right if we're having this human experience right now it's not all glitter and glam no you know there's a lot of darkness there now if you can make that shit funny you know what I'm saying like do it. You should do it because how else? And like I said, in my experience, I've never had an addict say anything else other than positive things to me. It's always been somebody who had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Right. Say something that they were offended of any of any sort. So you got clean. I mean, outside of going to prison, I mean, I don't know if you can get clean in prison because yeah, nah, yeah, there's yeah, plenty yeah, of opportunity yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, what? what? And, and, your, and your soul's not clean at that point. So See, that's a key point, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It's a it's a huge, huge thing. You have to. It's a it's an entire. You know, it took me a long time, man, to get out and then go go back through an addiction while I was out, and then and then <laughs> get, I, 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 What do you say, buddy? <laughs> Hey. Uh, I'm 16 years old and I was uh, in the phone in New York City. Oh, yeah? All right. Uh, uh, hey, buddy, that. you, buddy. Some random guy just stopped by. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They call me the balls. They call him the balls. I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The balls of Station Street. I got, well, thank I got you, a, boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't got nothing. I, I don't yeah. carry cash, man, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, nah, no, nah, nah. we got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in, for those who don't know, we're in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at the backstage bar on the patio on station the street. patio, baby. So if you hear random people stop by and talk to us, it's because random people stopped by and talk yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he gave me a flower, and I think that that was good. He said he was a hippie back when uh, Janis Joplin and them were around. Is that what he said? That's what he said. God damn. Well, I'm sure he's got some stories. Sorry, this is my time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, this is me. This is me, all right? Don't steal the show. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I might want to hear all that. I like the random. That's what I like about the type of podcast I do is uh, I don't edit it. I mean, I'll go by and I'll take the peaks out and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. but I don't edit what you say uh, I don't trim it um, it's just a, whatever happens happens that's and the best that's how it should be man that's that's what I love about the and I've been I've been I've, I've been in uh, scripted stuff and I've done I've done different things I love the podcast I love, I love the whole idea about it I love where technology is going I love how it has completely opened up a lot of these conversations like what we're having today would never happen would never happen uh, uh, without technology and us being able to expose this thing in such a broad, awesome medium. But to answer the question, yes, about the soul, about cleansing your soul, uh, in, in prison. Is, and so I got in prison. So I got out of prison after that. I got hooked on meth, and uh, I had, so out of prison you got hooked on meth. Oh, you, I, you, buddy. I did not. I, I thought had, you went to prison for meth. 
Nah, I went to prison when I was 16 year old. And I, I did uh, nine and a half years for uh, an armed robbery charge. Oh, shit. You, baby. You, 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 you. Yeah, it was like that. You know what I'm saying? So then when I got out, I had all kind of fuck up, fucked up shit with me. Don't worry. I mean, I'd already, I'd already kind of been into, like, meditation and shit like that. But not so much that, like, that the world was... I had any idea what I was doing in the world or that I could relate to it in any sort of way. Then I got to doing comedy, and uh, that was, it. at the time, the best environment for a person who was in my state of mind. I had a lot of, like... They say it's PTSD type shit. I don't know what it is. I seem to be fine now. You know what I'm saying? Just having to deal with it. I do have some problems, but, like, I think I know more than anybody fucking else in the world. You know what I mean? It just... You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, man. So, like, then I had to, I just had to cleanse my spirit, man. I had to go out there and I had to, I had to take some time for me and be calm and, like, soak in the world and take in uh, the universe, man, and dig that shit. So, you know, it's been, it's it's a different clean. Well, it's interesting you talk about meditation. I'm, I'm curious, is there a certain style of meditation? You're doing yoga? You're doing... I do a lot of yoga. I follow a lot of, uh, read a lot of Alan Watts, Paramahansa, Yogananda. I'm very much into. Uh, What's that book that I talk about? The Bhagavad The Bhagavad Gita? Yeah. Uh, I, I probably very much did not pronounce that. I, I butcher it every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm reading those types of books, because like I do, like in my head, whatever the letters are and how I pronounce shit. Uh, is how that shit's coming out. So it's gonna be a back fact, bring a bark, guy touch, or you know, whatever. Baga Vedita. I'll have to look that yeah. up. Yeah, we had a, we just had a. Do you know how to pronounce it? Baga Vedita. Baga Vedita. Uh, oh, okay. That is very, that is very, way more beautiful than what I said. <laughs> it's but, a lot better than what we but, did. But, yeah, 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 yeah. We we butchered it. We butchered. It. I remember the first time I was in L.A. and I I, I had never had it and I ordered a. Uh, a cream brulee. <laughs> yep. And you would have thought that the whole air, the air in the room just got sucked out. You could hear the <gasps> gasps. You know what I'm saying? Like, what in the fuck just came in here? Well, it's like when, I, when I moved to Washington State. I grew up here in southeast Tennessee. And so when I moved to Washington State and I ordered a salmon. Oh, yeah, put that ale in there. I don't like that shit. I like, do not like it. Oops. Yeah. So I learned real quick it's salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't put no damn ale yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it. They don't like the ale. They ain't taking the ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was my big trick. But I love traveling. I love going to new places and learning new things. How did you enjoy uh, Los Angeles? I absolutely loathed it with my very every bit of my soul. Of course, I wasn't in the right state of mind. Nor was I. You know, I was homeless for a while. Man, I was fucking. I was crazy. I did some TV out there. A lot of I saw work. that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of extra work. Some TV. Of course, I'd known a lot of people doing comedy, but I really wasn't doing comedy because I was so goddamn insane. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was, I was uh. out of my fucking mind, man. But uh, just living in my car and or out on the street and shit, it was wild. It was a, living in a hostel with like all these like foreigners and shit. It was crazy. Was, was that uh, so? That how long after prison was that? Shit to bed. Not long. I'd say about. Th- it didn't take me long out of prison to uh, to decide that I was going to be a comedian. You know what I mean? For what? Because obviously I hadn't suffered enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I wanted to go ahead, just scar my ego and everything else. So uh, 
So, yeah, man, fucking, um, it wasn't long after that. I just got right into it, man, and started doing it. Probably about a year or so. Then I started. So probably about three or four years, probably after I started doing comedy, I went out to L.A. Yeah. Yeah, like an idiot. But Everybody's know. got a dream in L.A., the comedy store, right? Went, Get out there, work at the comedy store. Yeah, man, I went out be there. Be the next I, I, Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, I did that. I did all that. I did, uh, I did uh, what they call that mess, uh, Kill Tony. I did all that shit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's, on my po- I, he's not on my podcast. I listen to his podcast yeah, from yeah, time yeah. to time. Yeah, yeah, I was on that mess. I got on there. All that shit. Hung out with him over here for a little bit. Not hung out, hung out. Like, what, like we were like boys or no shit like that. Right. But just, like, hung around the store and did that thing and then. But then once again, like the big. So you performed at the store, not on the main stage. Or okay, like in the lower rooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. never been there. That's like one of my goals. I want to go. There are so many. I mean, I did one show at the belly room. Yeah, the belly rooms. That's one. Yeah, 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 that's the one. And then I did another show wherever they. I think the belly room is where they do uh, Kill Tony. Yeah. Two. But I did another show in there, and I did another show in one of their other rooms. Was, there's a lot of fucking rooms in that thing. It is a big place, and that bathroom has got to be the most terrifying <laughs> fucking bathroom. It's like you wouldn't believe walking in the place, and it's the comedy store and all this, and then there's just like these little rooms with like this, and they're always just soaking wet, just soaking wet, just from like in paper towels and man, it's it's wild. Anyways, what well, so. Th- I've heard comedians talk about going into the comedy store and just feeling the energy. I mean, is that a true thing? Where you go in there, you, you feel oh, the yeah, greats I mean, that went before I mean, you? I, I didn't get to perform on stage, but I went back on stage in the main room, and there's like, I mean, you see these goddamn tables where these motherfuckers, like, you know, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, all these people, Sam Kennison, have carved their names with a, you know, it's not like it's written outside. It is written outside, and that's a big deal. But having it, Actually carved. This is the guy. This dude, Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did cocaine right here. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did a whole shit ton of it. (laughs) All of it, right there. Right there. And I'm just sitting right here with my ass, right where his ass was. And it's like, you know, we're like Eskimo butt brothers at this point. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's what I've heard people say is that when you go back there to the green room that you're talking about, that backstage yeah, yeah. area, and you can feel this energy where they were. Yeah. It's kind of like they're there now. It's not the best energy that I've ever felt, to be quite honest with you. Ooh. Maybe it was me at the time, but there is a very, there's a bit of, I don't know if anybody's ever said this, but there's a bit of darkness at that, all over L.A., actually. But, like, in that place, there's like a there's like an undercurrent of darkness there. Well, look I, at the motherfuckers that was in there. It should be an oh, undercurrent of darkness. I, I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, you were in there. There was yeah, an undercurrent yeah, yeah, yeah. of darkness. Bringing all my darkness in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I'm saying, it could it could have been, but you're right. Robin Way, I like all these people who have had a huge amount of darkness or, or, or surrounding them at some point. But laughter, too. It's a, it's a very real, it's a weird vibe, man. It's a well, weird vibe. So her and I were talking on the way down that one of the things that I've heard comedians compared to, and you've kind of touched on this, is they're a lot like the prophets of our day. They allow us to talk about things that really our prophets and pastors and people like that should be bringing to the forefront and forcing us to talk about race, sexuality, things of that. And a lot of times comedians have a way of bringing those things in, whether it's political, social justice, whatever, and... In, in like you said in a, in a funny way but also in a way that makes me say oh shit I've never thought of that right 
Let's right, have right. this conversation. Right. And that's where you get these these comics like uh, like uh, uh, Bill Hicks. I never really, like to me, Bill Hicks, he wasn't so much of a comedian, quote, like, you know, yeah. as he was a really good TED Talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a really fabulous TED Talk is what he was. So it's like... Um, Should we turn... Do you know how to turn that down? Or? I have a, no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know when that started. When I, would, I bet it's on a timer. We might... Uh, I mean... I don't know how we... Can we ask her we can just turn that speaker down? Can you go ask her that? Yeah. We have a little serenade now. Yeah, the patio. That's the problem about doing things outside and live, which yeah. I don't mind the the uh, randomness of it, but you can't, yeah, that's no, a little too no, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very loud. Uh, but it's all good. It's all good. I mean, we got like a little serenade, like to be crooned a bit. Right. You know? So what brought you back from L.A. to outside of, uh, I'm living in my car, I probably should go back to Chickamauga. But. Well, I was very much in love as well. Very oh, much in love. there's yeah. a love story involved. In oh this. yeah, there's a very epic love story involving a, a woman and two dogs. And uh, you, you you write a lot about that on your Facebook. Yeah, yes, I do. I'm very much in love in love with uh, the dogs and uh, very much in love with the woman. I, I like the. Did you put that that order that way subconsciously or? <laughs> No, no, she doesn't like me to talk about her. She doesn't really. No, like yeah. Me. yeah, she doesn't. She she likes to like uh, have that anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were just recently had this like uh, had a uh, had a uh, uh, <laughs> no, just that one. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we got the that. The great Deidre, everybody. The great Deidre. Oh, yeah. that was who? Deidre. Deidre. They're yeah. they're great. Yeah, they are. Every, uh, this is my. I mean, I've been. I, I'm definitely biased, uh, but this is definitely home. You know what I mean to me. Yeah. So, but everybody here is always just phenomenal. And if there ever is like a server, somebody who's even like subpar, they go so fast. It's like, now, now uh, so the comedy, catch. the comedy catch. We're at the backstage bar of the comedy catch, which is literally the backstage of the comedy catch. And uh, no, but the comedy <laughs> yeah. catch is we. The first time we were here, the first time I was here. What about you? It's the first time. That was the first time I was at this location. I went to the location. Oh, Brainerd. Oh, God, man, I love that fucking club, man. Uh, and that's where I started out in the Giggles Grill of that Sunday. me and Corey Forster. That's where, that's where I met Trey Crowder and uh, Drew Morgan and all them. Yeah. So, uh, that's where we all hair on that. Came, to, uh, came to be. So you, you get started just doing open mic nights? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way to do comedy, man. I ain't... I ain't no other way to really do it, man. You got to hit them open mics, man, and you got to hit them hard for a few years. And, like, it'll take you. People, people, everybody always thinks they're just so fucking, like, like they could just get in there and, and bust through it. It's just not that simple. I've seen people with very large followings in different things. You see it all the time with social media people. Yeah. Like people who can be funny in a, and I won't name any names. 
But Trey is very much like the... the I won't name any names, but Trey... No, no, no. <laughs> Trey is the opposite of that. Cause Trey, okay. Trey was already a comedian and then got famous for the uh, the uh, liberal redneck stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But he had already been in the game hilarious as fuck for forever. You know what I'm saying? Well, not forever, but for a good, you know what I'm saying, solid like eight years at least. I, I might be wrong about that, but I know I'd known him. Really, I'm anyway, trying to do math in my head. It's not working out. That numbers just falling out. Right. But uh, but yeah, man. So so like so he is the antithesis to like a lot of these people who they they get they get a, 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 a good social media following and then they get they go out to the clubs with no material, just what they're doing, and that don't last. You can't do 45 minutes of that. Dude, you know just that? five minutes of comedy is. Well, yeah, and that's and it's a lot, right? But it's a, well, I've never done it, but yeah, it's a lot. When you think there, I used to do a lot of public speaking, but you know, but me in my public speaking was I, I'm taking you to a point, and I, I've got all these other ways to get you there. But in comedy, you're going for a laugh. Oh yeah. If you're not getting laughs, I'm not getting you to that point. Like if you weren't getting laughs, you wouldn't have got us to that when you end. And I don't give your your bit away, but you end on joy. Yeah. Thank if, you very much. Right. Uh, you're taking us to a point. Yeah. But if we're not laughing along the way, we're never going to get to the point. Oh, no. And when I get to that point, and when I finally get up there, and that, and, and uh, when I finally get there, it's going to fall so dead, you're not going to give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, you're not going to give a fuck what I'm trying to say. It'd be like, I dang. You Did know you what I mean? Did you get pictures of us? Did you get pictures of us? Okay. Oh, okay. Sweet. You're absolutely right. They're not going to give a fuck what you got to say. Uh, uh, we started that weekend out. I don't know if I told you this when I first reached out to you. We started the weekend out uh, on Friday. We went to the Walker Theater, and Rob Bell was there. Okay. And Rob Bell's an author, former pastor, uh, and and speaker. I got a bottle of them on there. Oh, that's a oh, twist yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Nice. Nice. <laughs> but... Uh, his talk was the introduction to joy. So we went and did that, and he's just talking about finding the simple little things. And my son was in from Washington. He went with us. And then uh, Sunday night, we came here, and you did that, and we were driving back. And my son said, we started the weekend with joy. We end the weekend with That's awesome. And it was, it that was, was awesome. I'm so glad that you guys got that. I'm so glad that you guys... We're able to pick that up because, like, that's that's yeah, man. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. That's a uh, that's amazing. It was. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know where you are with the woo woo things, right? But it was it was a woo woo moment for me. You know, we start with this, also we end with this. I'm like, eh, I don't I don't really believe in accidents in the universe. Right. Oh yeah, man. Oh no, no, no. Sometimes you just get t- tuned in, man. You get plugged right the fuck in. Right. And that's and that's you know and that's the whole thing about that. And, uh, and uh, what show did you see? Sunday night. Yeah, that's fucking great. It was Sunday night. It was uh, 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 Asperger's guy. Dude, yeah, yeah, Elijah. I thought that was a bit. Dude, no, it's, he's totally <laughs> like that, dude. You don't know what the fuck's going on with that guy, but he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he just come up there. I thought it was a bit. And that thing he does with his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just standing there, and it's just that awkward watching him do that. Yeah. And people just start laughing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. I know, and he knows it. I mean, he's he's definitely medicated as fuck. You know? <laughs> is he? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, we just did a show last night uh, around here, and... Uh, 
it was uh, just like a, a, a simple uh, mic thing. But anyway, so, uh, and he still got on the same clothes. <laughs> so, but kills, and it's hilarious in person. It's just a, it's just a, I think that's, you know, you see that kind of stuff, and when you're talking about joy, when you really see that from people, and when you see that from a comedian, uh, when you're, you're experiencing this, because I, I feel like audiences are already in a state of anticipating joy. Right. So when you go in there and you see a person who's very much, and not, and not, not everyone wants this, but wants to share this experience, we all want to have this experience together, like... And that's what I want too. I want to feel this, this, this thing that we have, this connection. This, this. I want to relate to you. I want in relation to the human experience. I want to relate to you. I want to. I want us all to be here together. Even though I'm talking, I want it. I want this to be your, our journey. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, and I and there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of comedians and a lot of people don't really really feel like that uh <laughs> which is understandable i guess uh but that's that's my mission man that's my mission. not to not to sound too holistic or anything well i think you <clears throat> i i like the idea of looking at it that you do have a mission you're wanting to take people on a journey you're you've got something to say i'm just going to say it differently than you're probably going to hear in the newspaper but i want to bring your attention to this and if you're not doing that then you're just up there just just trying to tell funny jokes I don't know I, I like the guy that's got something to say yeah man see me too and and, and a lot of people do have have, have things to say uh, one of the audit the, the most uh, one of my I wouldn't call him a hero or anything but I'm just fascinated by Anthony Jeselnik and I don't know if you're too familiar with his uh-huh. work but he is he is one of those guys who's like very much shock and awe but not in a negative. He's a very. He's coming from a very dark place. He's coming from. He likes to say things that are that are super offensive, but it's so smart. It's very. It's very much like Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh does it. Mm-hmm. You know where he's like so quick to offend, and he can't. He would. He would, he could say things so quickly and so sharply to offend you, and yet make you laugh, and like and not be offended. It's like I don't know. I'm not offended by much, but. Well, I'm not either. I, I believe what was it May West said those who are easily offended should be all should be more often. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. If you're easily offended. Good. Come on in. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> just what yeah, you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I agree with you. They, it's it's that artwork. Whether you're a, a philosopher or a comedian, which in many ways you are a philosopher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah, you're you're doing that. Uh, well, yours is a lot of observational. I mean, you're just observing through your own life. You're observing through the life of those around you. So, yeah, I like I like I like to I like to take that. I keep it very very personal. Yeah, but, you're but, very but, introspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So I like to I like to like fan out the uh, if, if, you, if you saw it through a uh, you know like a, 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 what a prism or something like you'd be looking through me and just seeing through the prism of DJ all the the colors of DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it might not be the picture you want to see, but hopefully it's a good picture. I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, well, but you'll know. Yeah, you will know. You'll definitely <laughs> know. I'll be screaming at it in your face. So, you will know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, so, we're, how long does it take you to do a set? I mean, not to perform it. I mean, when you're saying, okay, I'm gonna come up with a new set. Okay, so right now, so so I've I've got so much material. I mean, I've got material on material. So the set that you guys saw actually isn't 
a completed set. As a matter of fact, I've just been working on that closer um, for maybe like two or three months, and it's still not perfected. I need, I still need some work. Uh, and there's a couple more jokes in there. I really want to talk about privilege and like what it is, because I really want to connect to these people who are, because also to say, I, I will say this too, I am just now being a, 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 awakened uh, to, a woke, I want to say awoke, but I'll say awakened to a lot of different things. I was very much a heritage, not hate individual. I was very much a, uh, a uh, an individual who, not, I would, I would, I would, had no, I, did, I didn't believe in white privilege. I didn't believe in it. I, I do now. Um, yeah. So, so now there's a lot of those things right now, like how I've experienced it and how I've learned it, that I want to share my ideals on these things uh, that that I think will help other people. Because it's like I do jokes about you know uh, the legalization of marijuana and different drugs like that. And what you're doing is is like you're planting seeds. It's like okay, we talk about homosexuality and like a. Like the Westboro Baptist Church now, oh, yeah. yeah, you know nobody's going to take that seriously after a while because see they were laughing at this joke that seems so ridiculous, but you know the thing is is like their their serotonin spikes, their 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 fight or flight is gone, and now forever when they see something like that, it's just the they're they're idiots and they think of your joke, and they're like and they're totally disarmed in it in that and it loses its power, it loses its power. Um, I want to talk about. So you mean a joke over time, although it was relevant then, and it's probably still funny, but because things have changed, people become more aware, yeah, the well, power is yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the, the power of, like, uh, of what a preacher tells you when he tells you, oh, uh, you know, oh, uh, you know, homosexual sex creates, you know, uh, tsunamis. They were God, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you make a joke about that. And they I'll were actually say, saying stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Westboro Baptist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so you're planting these seeds, and, and like, so now they're like, they're looking at you. Now, now when, when you plant those seeds in, their, in, the, in the audience's mind, when they're laughing, like even if they had that idea before and they would listen to that preacher, you've made them laugh. Their fight or flight's gone. They're going to think of your joke. And, and what that preacher said is going to lose its power. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, the that's a real power of laughter. That's yeah. a real ability that it has uh, along with healing. So I think that I could, I could really... <clears throat> I like the healing, too, because I think in many ways you found comedy to be healing. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. And people who say that something isn't funny, I will 100% tell those people that they just need to fucking relax, okay? And open their minds and like, listen, there are hardships in this world. I have, I have experienced hardships and I've heard so many jokes about so many different things. Uh, uh, people joking about, oh, oh, don't drop the soap. In the if you make a prison rape joke, dude, there are some really fucking funny rape jokes out there. Okay, <laughs> what everybody about funny, I, and I don't think that the subject in itself is something that we should laugh at. No, I agree. But I do think that laughter is empowerment. <laughs> I do, and I. Feel well, it helps ease the pain. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's like uh, when I was in the Marine Corps. You know, you're in a combat situation. We're making some very uh, we're, we're making jokes, 
right. about death and dismemberment right. and, and stuff like that. That you know, here is seen as very insensitive. Is seen as, but here you got guys in horrible situations trying to make the best of it, and it's not that they have any ill intentions or, or, but they're just trying to fucking cope. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and that's and that's like and that's the whole thing. Like here we are. Just trying to cope. Here's all of us in this room together. Right. Yeah, I, you know, even though I have, I have my, like, we're all trying to cope. Like, let's all sit here and cope together. Let's all heal together. Let's all figure out what's right in the world instead of, you know, we we could we could we could say that this is wrong, but it doesn't do us any good to just sit around and be like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, all this sucks. Yeah. You know, when we can make it funny and laugh at it and laugh at our own. Not only persecutions, but like you know, those, those you know, just our, our own pain and stuff, you know. And it's just, a, it's a beautiful thing to have, and it's a mysterious thing. Laughter and comedy—it's a very mysterious thing where laughter comes from and why do we do it? And like that whole thing interests the fuck out of me. Some people say uh, that uh, it's from back when, uh, like back in the, like when hunters and gatherers. Like, they would be, you're scared of something or something, you know what I mean? And then, oh, but it's not there. So it was like some sort of signal to other cavemen that there was nothing there. And it just kind of, I don't know what the fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> it sounds like I, a bunch I know, of bullshit. I I, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It absolutely does. If I'm going to go back to Hunter Gatherer, what, I, I would say you were like going to pick something up and a stick slapped you in the head. And you I were, thought it was fucking funny. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right. right, 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 right. thought you getting ate by a saber tooth was hilarious. <laughs> That's right. Did they not watch Caveman? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. And I loved Captain Caveman growing up. So oh yeah, yeah. that was the best, right? Captain. You remember? Yeah. Caveman. You remember the uh, what were the Tune All Stars? Where they were like, it was like Captain Caveman's team, yeah. and it was damn like Snagglepuss's team and Yogi Bear's. Team. I remember Yogi Bear's team. Yeah, yeah. 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 They should remake. That should be the new Avengers. They can't. They, ah, you're right. You're right. They can't do that stuff. You can't even put Bugs Bunny or Wally Coyote on there getting hit with a damn uh, anvil anymore. It's crazy. I know. But unless you make it like a super adult thing, and then you could have like, you know. Yeah, like, like an adult swim or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, there's, there's two totally different. There's so so there's two totally polar opposites. But even so in those comedies, uh, not you know, they're comedies, but even in those cartoons, when you go back and you watch them today as an adult, you see so much deeper layers of humor. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> You're just oh, like, oh, yeah. that's funny. Oh, yeah. Some of it oh, yeah. highly sexual. Yeah, very <laughs> sexual. Well, it was in first, you know, cartoon stuff where in, uh, intended for adults. Yeah. So they would play they would play them in, like, the movie theaters before the, before the feature or whatever the fuck that was. You know, like, the first... Uh, uh, Mickey Mouse, it was on the big screen. It wasn't on. It wasn't on like a television. It was on. Well, could you see Pepe Le Pew in a Me Too movement? Oh, Jesus. Society. Oh, totally going down. <laughs> Take him out. Take him out. I can't imagine how much shit he's already got. <laughs> That's right. He's... I, can't have my, I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine like how many people have already stood up and been like, you cannot watch this. You can't this watch this. Yeah. I, it is. I mean, I, I mean, I never thought of it as sexist. Well, but he's making fun of it. And see, that just goes to your point earlier. He's making fun of this stereotype. He's not encouraging this stereotype. Yeah. It's the ludicrousy of this stereotype. I, I believe so. I, I believe so, too. I have, yeah, I, can I get a four roses? Uh, uh, a double knee with a splash of water? 
How's there that? you go. That is it. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, man. I, and he was always after the cat. Never, never, never got her. You know. What I'm no, he, was he never was trying won. to romance her. It was always romance. And it was, yes, it was very physical and very much against her wanting him. But I think at the same time you learned that that was bad to be that. That aggressive. doesn't work. Yeah, you yeah, never yeah, got yeah. her. Right, 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 right. So like, and maybe like, that's what they were trying to do to the guys in the movie theaters back in the 1920s and 30s. Been look, yeah, 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 dumbass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. People's but, laughing at you. But once again, people very rarely actually see or or hear what the fuck is actually going on. Yeah. People don't understand art, I don't think. People are just mad. And people get latched onto something. And that's and that's the thing about white privilege. A lot of a lot of bad connotations have when you hear white in front of another, you know, word, you know what I mean? Usually it's bad. White privilege, white guilt, white power. White chocolate. That's, that's a, oh yeah. Well no, that's good. <laughs> white, so white, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they're on Oreos. That's fantastic. But but uh, that is a, it, that is something else, but um, uh, but yeah. You're quick on that one. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, Don't yeah, take that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Don't take that from us. That's all we got left. That's all we got left. That's all we got that yeah. we like. Yeah, it's, it's the only thing left for us. Um, uh, but but now but see but there's a there's a lot of different kinds of like privileges out there, and for one, the bad the bad thing about white privilege is that. You know, uh, you you don't understand that it hurts other cultures and whole. Hurts well, and it hurts a white culture. Yeah, it does. It does. There's a book by I'm looking up Dr. Cornell West. Mm-hmm. He's got a book out because uh, called I think Race Matters. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he's a philosopher, theologian, uh, civil rights activist. He was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast is where I heard him. I've seen him before. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And he was talking a lot about the white privilege and uh, white supremacy was his word. He said, what people don't understand is you can't have white supremacy if you don't have white in supremacy. Right. uh, I guess that would be the opposite of it. He said, at the days when this country was first being founded, only white people who owned land could vote. There were plenty of white people that didn't own land that said, this isn't right. We're going to stand up for the oppressed and we're going to fight this white supremacy that's taking place here. He said, and that's the mistake that a lot of us have made in in many issues is we take the extreme side and we don't realize there's a lot of white brothers and sisters or or straight brothers and sisters that are out there fighting these rights with us. Right, and that's what we need to be very, very careful of. And and this is a new thing that I'm I'm trying to push. I'm trying to put it in a funny way is that like, we need to realize that while we are having this revolution now, because we're definitely having it, we're in the middle of it, we're having that this is revolution. But that's America. We're, we, it's, it's been a series of revolutions. Right, and we need to stop. And that's and that's and that's another point. Is like we need to stop that because all revolving does is create a a a a circle. So who they those who were were oppressed become not oppressed. And while we, you know, what I'm saying, and so all of a sudden. Those who weren't oppressed are now the oppressors. Yeah. So you're always having these oppressors. So there's always injustice of some sort. And what we need to do is start finding a way to uh, evolve instead of revolve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to fi- figure out a way to uh, to uh, instead of being so inclusive in our be- you know or or exclusive, we we need to get rid of uh, the inclusivity. Like, okay, th- these are my 
absolute labels, you know what I'm saying, other than a human who deserves human rights. I need to have these rights as these people. No, you need human rights. We all deserve human rights, and we're getting so far away from that. You deserve to be loved regardless of how you identify, exactly. what color you are, where is, and that means all colors. That means all, all, all type of non-binary, all genders, whatever gender you, whatever the fuck you choose to be in this world, you deserve love as a human being. You know what I'm saying? And by excluding uh, or or including, because of the inclusion, we have exclusion, and it's Thank like you. we we we've 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 got to just stop. But 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 because we have the culture that we have now, and the way that it's turned in, because of, okay. of that, because uh, that it smells strong over here. <laughs> this man just ordered a drink. A drink. Yeah 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 yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not driving. Yeah, so yeah, I'm staying at the Choo Choo. Oh good. Have you stayed there? Not dude. I live like. Yeah, oh, you live like, about thirty yeah, miles. Yeah yeah yeah. About thirty minutes away from here. Yeah, we're about forty-five, but. Uh, the, we'd stayed at the Moxie previously. Now get this shit. If I'd have, if I'd have got the Moxie, no, the Moxie was available tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't available tomorrow night. But uh, it was funny. I was just going to get the Moxie for tomorrow night, but they didn't have an availability. But they said if I get it for Friday night and Saturday night, they had an availability. Oh damn. What the hell? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't have a room, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you buying two nights? Uh, okay, yeah. Now yeah, we got yeah, your yeah, damn room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in, two nights. Yeah, we got a room. One night, nah. Hey, that Moxie is off the chain, though. I don't want to say anything. Anybody take that to be bad? We walked in there. Have you ever been in it? Nah, dude. You walk in there, and the bottom floor is a bar. Damn. There's not a hotel lobby. The matter of fact, there's a sign as you walk through the front door. It says check in at the bar. Damn. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I like how they roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you need two nights. <laughs> That's why you need to. We're not going to send you out in a while out after <laughs> one night of this. We're not just going to send you out there all willy-nilly. We go up. We check in. This is uh, a couple weeks ago. We go up check in. And they give you two, they call them complimentary tokens for drinks. Yeah. Because I just paid. Right. I paid for that damn compliment. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but you yeah, call yeah, it what yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did that, and then they, uh, what, it turned into a club. Yeah, they rolled a DJ in like at 7, 8, eight o'clock. And next thing you know, they're thumping. It's a club downstairs. And I was oh, like, shit, the bed. <laughs> I was like, I like this. Hotel. I mean, rooms just all, just rooms there. Yeah, the rooms are upstairs. They uh, know what time it is. I bet them rooms are cost pretty penny, huh? It wasn't bad. It was, uh, I mean, it lists on, I used hotels.com. And they're not a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor, but uh, it was one sixty nine. Uh, so then you get taxes and stuff. And two free drinks that you paid for. <laughs> two free drinks. That's right. That's but awesome. it's a it was a cool place. You come downstairs in the morning. They had this little uh, where the coffee station is, and the sign there says "Get it your damn self." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Do they have a breakfast? Uh, well, they got like stuff you can buy to eat, but they don't have like a kitchen. They rolled a food truck. And at night. Damn, that hits too, though. That's what oh, you want. Dude, I love food trucks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, my buddy, he he, he owns a, a food truck. Uh, and, uh, man, they, they cook, like, southern food in it. Yeah. And they do it up on a mountain. And, uh, man, it's the wildest damn thing. Like, he should pull up at a construction site. Yeah. He'll fucking goddamn kill him, man. He'll kill him. It's, it's awesome. I The food it's truck a- scene, I first ran into it in the Pacific Northwest. Um, of course, there you got, like, 
chefs. Right, 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 right. I mean, this this ain't a couple of guys like me and you and said, hey. Oh, nobody wants to cut my truck. <laughs> Look at that. Ain't nobody trying to eat out of DJ's truck of food. This old slop trough, this traveling slop. Hey, you can just call it the choke and puke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You choke it down and puke it later, bro. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Or probably right there, puke it, just puke it. <laughs> just get just it smell it, puke it. It's smelling. Speaking of the mountain, you ever done that hang gliding over here? Uh, my buddy, uh, and also a very, very, very funny comedian, uh, uh, Dave, he does... Uh, a lot of a lot of that stuff up there that hang glide. We that's what we were down here for that weekend. Oh really? Yeah, the weekend after we'd seen. Who you. was your uh, pilot? Uh, mine was Ted. Yours was Ozzy. Okay, neither of them were. Yeah, and the yeah. guy was pretty funny because you know you're getting up there and all of a sudden they let the they let that little rope that they pull you up by a a, a plane. It's not even a plane. It's a go kart with fucking wings that they built on site yeah yeah they call yeah, it an yeah. ultralight yeah 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 yeah. he's telling me about it and yeah and they let go when they let go of that rope it feels like that glider just stops and now you're like all wally coyote and shit yeah right? but then it works <laughs> damn this yeah. works that that the the, the he's a, a comic he, he does all that shit dave miller kid dave miller just in case anybody wants to yeah go see him go see dave miller yeah yeah hang gliding he's a great hang glider as well as a comedian <laughs> So that's got to be great. I'm not great at taking my life in my own hands. What? Uh, that's a every life you've had. Well, you know? yeah, that seems stupid, right? That's the irony. It seems that yeah, 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 yeah. Here it comes. Uh, yeah, but like doing things like that, like I'll run from the police, but I won't jump <laughs> off a mountain. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what that's a. I'll run from the police. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I won't jump off a mountain. That's how it is. Somebody bring that damn canine out. I'm done. Oh yeah, man. If I see any dogs, I just want to pet them anyway. <laughs> Like, come on, buddy. Come over here and I'll get you. Uh, yeah, that term popo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came from Portland, Oregon. Portland police. Man, dude. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that they You weren't ever on an episode of Cops here, were you? No, no. no. <laughs> I've never, never, never had that luxury. If I did, though. It'd be on your IMDb. Man, <laughs> wouldn't it? Y'all would never hear the end of it. Motherfuckers would never. <laughs> I mean, had seen on cops. Not for real. We're gonna show this real. Look, there he is. When they come to you with that waiver, you're like, hell yeah! Yeah, I'm yeah. When that I see the cameras, oh, it's about to be on, y'all. Y'all gonna want to watch this episode because DJ done acted a goddamn fool. That's what he did. You know what that show did for me? Um, every time you think your 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 marriage is going bad or your life is horrible, I watch cops. I think, well, I ain't got a woman on a trailer. You know, with a baby on the hip saying, Take him up, lock yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock his ass up. He need to be locked up. <laughs> That's right. I think my life ain't that bad. Dude, ain't it so bad that here's I would I would never sign one of those waivers because those dudes I don't know why they would sign up. They must give them some sort of some sort of plea bargain thing going no, on. No, no, I had heard uh there's a documentary out there on it where they're talking about how they, they've manipulated these people into signing waivers. Um, and one of them was that they wouldn't Here let them the serenade again. They wouldn't let them, uh, like, contact an attorney. They, I mean, there was just a lot of stuff they went through forcing these people to sign waivers from cops. That's some fucking bullshit. There was, was a lot of bullshit. And here you are. You don't know. I mean, you know what? I would definitely. I would. I, I mean, I definitely would not sign that. Well, no, I know I definitely would sign a waiver because I want my shit to go in. I want my shit to be on there. 
But goddamn, man, they be out there crying. Goddamn, man. Well, there was one guy here in Chattanooga, little bitty thin guy. He's African American family here in Chattanooga, but little bitty thin guy, and great old big woman, right? And the cops just talking. He's driving. He's just talking to the camera, and all of a sudden, you see this woman over in a moo moo. She's waving him down, and he pulls up. I don't know what this guy done, but they got in a fight. She done beat his ass and tied his ass up. Remember that long phone cord? But yeah. We had a, a, yeah. A, a telephone. She jerked that long phone cord out of the wall and hogtied him and had him laying in the yard because he had tried to hit her or something like that. And she done took care of it. <laughs> she done took care of it. That sounds like some Chattanooga shit you'd see, though. And he's, he's about to put this guy in the back of the car, right? Yeah. This guy starts running his mouth to this woman. And that cop turns around and he says, you know, I can let these handcuffs off of you. <laughs> I can just keep on driving, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you like that? How would you like that? I get in the car. <laughs> yeah, I know we did. Like, dude, that's a, that's a, that's a fresh-ass woman. Yeah, she doesn't beat your ass. But So uh, one of the things that you're doing, you talked a little bit about it, and I'm fascinated by it, y'all. Yeah, Young Artist Learning Leadership. So how'd that get started? I mean, what are you doing there? I mean, well, you're an but- artist? I mean, you're obviously an artist. Well, yeah. As a comedian, I think that's an art form. I have multiple talents. I do. I not only write, but I uh, I write different. Uh, I mean, I write anything, you know, yeah. scripts, uh, things like that, screenplays. Uh, uh, I, I write poetry. I write songs. I rap a little bit. Actually, mm. you can find me on Skinny Bumpkin SoundCloud. You know, skinny bumpkins. Skinny bumpkin. Yep, that's me. Yeah, yeah. So I got some rap out there that I did. Skinny bumpkins on yeah. sound. Me and uh, Drew Morgan did a bunch of stuff uh, together, and uh, gave it all went to charity. But uh, it's all it's, it's not the best thing ever. But it's definitely. <laughs> okay, de- don't look it up. <laughs> look it up. Look it up just to be. I, I want people to look it up because it's like because because here it is. I had the hankering to do it. You know what I'm saying? Did it for a good cause and just went out there. So there is some balls out, just throwing some shit together and making some stuff mm-hmm. and creating some art and being like, yeah, man, this is not bad. I mean, it's not the best. It's not like we were in a, you know, we weren't trying to be the best, but it was really good. P. Diddy's not calling you. Yeah, nobody is calling. No one, <laughs> no one is wanting to listen to that. So, but yeah, I, mean, I mean, actually, actually. Uh, a couple of people tell me that they that they really do love a couple of those songs, but uh, I think that they're just being nice. So, uh, right, uh, girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my my woman tells me that's the best shit she ever heard. So. <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. It's like an American Idol. Who told you you could sing? <laughs> They've got to pick those people out of just this, just randomly, right? Like right. some of those people they know. They're like some people show up just to be bad. Well, you know be- they put some people up there in front of the judges just for the reaction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's some people who should have never made it to that level. Right. But they just put them up there for the TV. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's the thing I don't like about reality TV. It's not reality. Yeah, I know, man. They were wanting me to do a reality TV show here recently. Here in and, Chattanooga? Yeah, it's about hometown heroes, and uh, it's that's what it's called. Because I am, uh, not to just toot my own horn, toot toot. But a but a bit a bit of a no. It's a sad dog that won't wag his own tail. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I will definitely say that I've done a lot with y'all and stuff like that. And I like 
help help the youth and like do shit like that and definitely have a name in the south as a comedian so like but man i'm gonna tell you what man as soon as they started talking to me i was like nope not doing any of this no nothing that you're talking about is appealing to me so yeah we're not gonna make that happen guys we're just not going to do it and i i'm not i'm not gonna have you i mean i thought it would be cool for the kids is what i thought it was gonna be yeah uh to have them be on tv and have a camera crew in there and, yeah you know, and then they could do so. But, but, but if it's actually dealing with my life, like, I don't necessarily... Number one, how boring would it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get up in the morning, I walk my dogs, you know, I meditate, I, like, read for a while, you know what I'm saying, do yard work, fuck around in my garden. Like, dude, there's nothing going on here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... And, like, and, and I don't want you to... to create a circumstance in which there is something going on here because I really love my life. I love know? the nothing yeah, yeah, going on yeah. here. <laughs> I'm fuck very, with like, you know what, I, you know, I go, I might go on tour with, uh, not go on tour, but do, do shows with Well Read, do my own shows and like travel a bit and like just, you know, do that kind of stuff, which I do do a good bit of traveling shit, but like, I don't want to have to show up to places and be like, yeah, there's this camera crew and like, I don't know how they're going to be and like, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if there's a script and like, I just want to be me and like, that's probably not going to be the best thing ever. You well, know? you could, I mean, if you, and if you wanted to do that, I mean, you could literally just get your own camera or your cell phone and put up a YouTube channel and just do right, your own life. Right, right, right. Of course, I wouldn't make the money that they, but I don't give a fuck about money and that's another thing is like, I'm not... I'm not here to. I'm not here to either be rich or famous. Neither one of those ideas. Uh, I like to be able to just sit here and have a conversation. I like to go out and like, you know, do they? I don't need. I don't want for anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't. I also here's the thing that comes in like. It, it drives me crazy because, like, I can't believe that Trey, and I see it from them because, you know, I'm very, very, very well associated with those guys. And I see all this stuff, and, they, and they're getting a lot of work, but they're having to do it, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, like, I can't do that kind of stuff. So is this the rest of the guys in Well Red? Uh-huh. Trey, uh, Drew, and, and Corey. And they're all, and they're all. Uh, and that's who was here that night. Was that who was here that night we saw you? No, 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 no. That was uh, Luke Martyr, Elijah Cran. Uh, uh, the girl was... Uh, she was funny. Yeah, yeah. That's Natasha Ferrier. That's the homegirl. Yeah. She's super fucking funny. She's the one that Levi did the slow clap. She's like, I've never gotten a slow clap. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Natasha, what's up? Yeah, Make that sure was you awesome. listen to this. And then they were referring to Levi as Portland Front Row. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so oh that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so those are the those are those are homegrown those are homegrown individuals. So does Well Red have a website? And Ethan McFall was there. He's a he's a great huh? Well Red, they got a website? Oh shit, yeah, yeah. Wellredcomedy.com. Yeah, those motherfuckers. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was that was the podcast I was listening to a little yeah, bit. Damn today. sure was. Damn sure was. And evidently you don't believe in UFOs. No, I believe in UFOs. <laughs> I absolutely believe in UFOs. I said that just to bait him to the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely believe in, in UFOs. I absolutely believe uh, that, 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 that we're 
I do not think that Area 51 holds any information that anybody needs to know. No, you guys brought up a great point. You know about it. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. And the whole point of it being there is for you to think it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're testing science shit. They've got fucking other bullshit in there. Probably nukes and shit. Probably other science shit. But they, whatever they have in there isn't alien-oriented. No, no. And they can stop all of you. And they absolutely <laughs> can stop every single one of you. In an instant. You think Thanos was quick when he snapped oh, those fucking yeah, yeah. fingers, dude? Now, see, I don't know if you know about the story, but I love telling the story. Uh... So, uh, God, uh, 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 from the Honeymooners, Jackie Gleason. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, no, you did. Go ahead and tell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Gleason uh, apparently met with Richard Nixon, and they uh, were uh, had a. They were great golfing bu- buddies. So one night, apparently, Nixon took uh, Jackie out to visit all these bunkers in Miami that had. UFOs and aliens and all this shit in it and it's like and and he he swore to it to his grave and he like explained all this stuff that that is that is what I'm saying and it's like that was in Miami that wasn't in Miami yeah 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 there's more likely that it's underneath your house right now right underground like going on right where you're sitting right now audience right. there's probably more alien shit going on right there than there is in area 51. Yeah, that's that, that that coffee shop you think is so yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. right 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 <laughs> there are aliens underneath yeah, that's, that's some men in black shit Going yeah, on right it there. definitely <laughs> fucking is. Yeah, they're hiding amongst us. Washington, just look in Washington. All these, like, all these, like, like it was Epstein and all these, and all these people, all lizard people. They're all <laughs> in a lizard cult. A lizard say They eat babies. They, 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 do <laughs> crazy, they do crazy shit like that. They're the ones eating babies, not the meth. Heads. The meth. Heads, you yeah, can't the eat meth hot dog. Are innocent. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, can't, can't, can't chew a hot dog. When's the last time you saw a fat meth head? Never. But <laughs> the motherfuckers up there in Washington are just completely fucking out of shape. They're all lizard people, <laughs> and so is Justin Bieber. And <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah. You think people get talent like that because they're not lizards? No, they're fucking lizards. <laughs> I People work. like me and you, we gotta work at it. Yeah, we gotta work at being <laughs> lizards. I'm tired of it. I take the lizards down. That would be that's that's hilarious. So no, I did hear you talk about that Area 51 thing. I think that is. I I, I was looking at that and I told somebody because I actually know some people who signed up to go to the event. Yeah. They're not fucking going to the event. Of course they're not. They signed up for it. You get the updates on going to the event. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's that's and, and most people are. And it might end up one day being like a cool party, but there's already a no. Party. It's going to turn into a music festival. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's going to be the next Burning Man or Bonnaroo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, it, but and then you're not going to want to go there, just like you know, you know what I mean? Like, I see. Uh, well, that's why they put it where it's at. You don't right, want to go there. Right, right, exactly. It's so fucking hot. It's and remote. So te- and remote and terrible. It's so awful. They don't even, the employees there don't even drive there. They have to fly them in. It's ridiculous. They said the gate from the gate to the first building is over 16 miles just on that property. And you think, well, it's not that bad, but 
Yeah, you ever drove to a fucking desert? Right. Well, it, and it, 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 it did start out as a fucking joke. It did all start out as like a joke. No, and the guy clearly yeah, says on yeah, there, yeah. U.S. government, please, this is a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but still, people, people are just wrapped up about it. I, I like all the celebrities. Like, yeah, let's go. It's like, and here, and here's what I say. It's like, it's really a slap to the face, especially because there was just a guy died up here in these cages in Georgia in the ice detention. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, I mean, like, it just seems so shitty to me right. to be to be even like. And I know it's a joke and it's really cute and I like all that, but it's like. It's like, y'all, man, come on, man. But the flip side is that um, because we do have some really serious topics going on, sometimes a little joke like that, a reprieve, is. And I agree is a with that. Release. And I agree with that. And it is cute. It is a Naruto run. And it is like, you just, you wish you could get that much. I wish I could get that much. I wish I could hear that much fuck yes about. <laughs> About like goddamn the way that you know, you know, election integrity is you know our election our you know the electoral college like to knocking that out. Uh, how how we've had some so uh, voter fraud here in uh, Georgia, not here in Georgia, but in no, Georgia. no 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 no. Yeah. If you if you for the one moment think we've not had voter fraud, whether it's in your county in Georgia oh, yeah. or my county in McMahon, oh, there yeah. is a battle fought in the city that I live in. Have you ever heard about that? No, no, no! Don't tell me all about it. Yeah, after night, after World War II, the veterans returned, and the sheriff was in cahoots with the governor and other people in the state of Washington, in the state of Tennessee, and uh, they were doing tax fraud. They were taking veterans' property with bogus tax claims. You'd be walking down the road, they'd just arrest you and confine you for what? Because I want to find you. Right. And so these veterans got together and they did a, uh, they formed a political party called the Veterans Party. It was probably a more formal name than that. They got permission from the state to observe the, the elections and to observe the county and the ballot boxes. <clears throat> so they're there observing the elections. The sheriff, he locks everything up. He takes it to the court, not the courthouse, the jail, the jail. He takes it to the jail and will not let the veterans come in to observe the counting really of the ballot boxes so these veterans are like well fuck you you know we fought in germany to stop shit like this so they literally broke into the national guard of armory in downtown athens stole a bunch of weapons and dj a full-on motherfucking firefight took place no shit the sheriff's deputies are shooting out of the jail the veterans are shooting at the jail Full-on firefight. God damn. It's called the Battle of Athens. You can Google that and look it up. You'll read all about it. I can't believe I didn't know that. Right. It took place just 45 minutes up the road. Uh, but uh, hand grenades went off. There was explosions that went off. Nobody got killed. And that's the thing that uh, one one local guy pointed out to me. He said, look, these veterans could have very well stormed that jail and seized it. These are the guys that took Normandy. Right. These are the guys right. that were Iwo Jima. Right. They had full ability to do this. They had the skill set, but they also had that restraint. <coughs> um, Sheriff Cantrell, his granddaughter told me this story. Sheriff Cantrell, uh, they they called an ambulance. Somebody was hit, right? And so uh, ambulance comes in. 
and they sneak Sheriff Cantrell, who was on the losing side of this battle, into like an ambulance or something, or somehow no, they sneak him out of the jail up to the funeral. I'm not gonna name the funeral home, but it's the one up there next to Depot Hill. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh, like, they go up there. He gets out. That funeral home got the sheriff out of town for over two weeks because everybody, er, everybody, everybody, everybody was looking for him. Yeah, dang, I bet they was. Yeah, and uh, but my favorite story that uh, his granddaughter told me, and you'll get this too, being a southern guy or just being a man. A uh, few weeks after he gets back into town, the guy that led the opposition against him comes walking down to his house and knocks on his door while his wife comes out and he has to talk to him. And of course, she's all still got that grudge. You know, them yeah. Southern women, she's still yeah, all yeah, pissed yeah. off yeah, and yeah. mad. Yeah. So she goes back there and tells him, so-and-so's out here and wants to talk to him. He's like, all right. Because they were buddies. Yeah. Before this firefight took place, yeah. they were buddies. Don't you go out there and talk to him. She's like, I want to talk to him. See what he wants. So he goes out there. They do the little southern pleasantries and things like that. And then uh, he says, well, what can I do for you? He says, well, I just want to know if I can borrow your hunting dogs. <laughs> he said, well, on one condition. He said, what's that? Well, if I can go hunting with you. <laughs> His granddaughter tells me, and that was it. Really? That was it. It was behind them. Get over it. Well, you know how it is. I mean, yeah, you're on the yeah, playground. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. you get in a fist yeah, fight. Yeah. We buddies. Man, that's the man. That's the truth. That's, that's the, the truth. goddamn truth, man. That's what's so crazy, dude. That's why I don't understand. I do not understand how they are the way that they are about gangs around here. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because in my neighborhood, all right, you can get hit with a brick. Yeah. Or anything. Now, I don't understand when you're murdering people and stuff. But, like, okay, so, like, there was, like, these two kids that got uh, a lot of time, actually, for, 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 for gang activity. And it's because one person was in a gang. The other person wasn't in a gang. They took him to a party. They were going to beat him in the chest, right, like 15 times or something, hit him in the chest 15 times. And all of a sudden, magically, I guess he's in this gang. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jumping like, him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, I know my gang culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what it was. And so, like, they did that. And then they, and then they, somebody videotaped it, video recorded on their phone. Somebody saw it. Anyway, long story short, these kids got time for that shit. Dude. How in the fuck are you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to lock these kids up for just, number one, they're from poor areas, and then they're like, you know, there's like the sense of like, you're going to have to need some sort of family. I'm sure their families suck. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, beyond, beyond. So, like, now he's a part of something, and like, what the fuck, man? How are you going to lock these kids up? You're making them exponentially worse when in my neighborhood... 15 hits in the chest. You pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you were lucky to get that. You get hit with a brick so fast. And then you get hit like it's so crazy. And then be best friends the next day, of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then. Well, see, that's the thing about when you're talking about the injustices and, and uh, or you're talking about like <clears throat> the ice detention. I think everybody can agree that. We need to have borders. We need to have boundaries. We need to have legal ways to come into the country. 
I think everybody can agree on that. Now, what those are and the nuances of that, we can we can work out. And we can agree that when people's breaking laws, things need to be done. My problem is <clears throat> how we treat them in the process. Sure. That's my problem. Absolutely. And, 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 yeah, these are our laws. And then here's the other problem. These detention centers that are that are being dealt with down on the border were not built for the influx of people that we got now. Oh, no. And, and, and dude, and, and, and you can guarantee if they just wanted to circulate outside of just brown people. Right. Like, and just go for, like, Canadians, Europeans who are here. Illegally. Illegally. Dude, they would need twice. The detention center. Yeah. Well, and that's my thing. But when I bring that up. It's pure racism. Well, here it is. It is. Because when I bring up the fact that how we're treating these people is wrong, somebody will always say, well, they're breaking the law. Okay, motherfucker, that's fine. I broke the law. I got put in jail. Yeah. How you treat me in jail should matter. Yeah. Yeah, see, I am I am a complete 100% from start to finish anti like anti-prison abolish I'm, I am pro abolishment of prisons I do not like the idea of prison they do not help they do not help rehabilitation helps well have you seen the Swedish prisons I have yeah I so have. they're doing the exact thing you're talking about right 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 now here we have like a whole different idea of what a penitentiary is and what and what a prison is and what we should be doing even even so far as to say that, that like sex offenders the, the worst thing about the sex offenders and what happens to them and why they are such repeat offenders and I don't and here and here's what I, I'm on this scale I'm like you either kill them all you know what I'm saying I'm dead serious either you kill them all or you figure out a way uh, to rehabilitate and, and, and get them in functioning in society you see even the word penitentiary that comes from the word penance right and right. penance is that whole scriptural right. and theological word that I'm I'm giving penance and I'm supposed to be healing and getting better. Right, right, right. But our prison system, our, our jail system is not set up for you to get better. It's not. It's absolutely not. Like no. you went to prison. I just went to yeah. a county lockup. Right, right. County lockup, the system there is is set up to keep you in. And I get, I get why people give up. Right. I get why they stay in that system. Sure. Because it's a hell of a lot easier and cheaper than it is to fight. Because if I am a, you can say it's white privilege or whatever. If, if if I'm a poor white guy, I'm not a I'm not a white guy of means by any means. <clears throat> but it's hell of expensive. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Hell of expensive. Oh fuck yeah. Well, money talks and bullshit walks. Money like, talks. Yeah, yeah. Like while I was in while I was in prison. As a 16-year-old, like I, and they didn't never give me any bond, and I saw people with murder charges getting Get bond, bond because they had money to spend on the bond. Right. Now, as a poor like like, like money, but the the the, the 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 color that matters in a, in a lot of these is green. It's green, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also you have to understand that the like the 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 majority of of the black community it's disproportionate yeah 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 it doesn't have that great and a majority of the white you know I guarantee if I had had the lawyer to spend to get the bond I would have got the bond and be able to buy the bond you know what I'm saying but right. I didn't have you it. had a public defender at best dude I had a I had a public defender who was barely there and like every goddamn 
everything that you could possibly imagine against me against me. You know what I'm saying? Well, so so what I did because <clears throat> I told you earlier that I got locked up that was that the second or third time I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but I got locked up because I pulled over that tail light. Right, right. And uh, so. I called the class that I was supposed to take. They faxed me a completion letter, and I called the lady that I was supposed to do my community service with. I said, hey, can you... Because I built not a friendship, but a working relationship with her. Right. I said, can you send this down to the county and get this taken care of for me? She said, well, you can, you can take it down there yourself. I said, you don't understand what it's like to be on the other side of that desk. I'm the liar. Right. Oh, already. I'm, 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 the, I'm liar. the biggest piece of shit that's ever been right. simply because I'm the fucking dude that's sitting here. Right. You know what I mean? I said, if this comes from you down there to them, it's a different story. As a matter of fact, I want to fax, I want them to fax it to you, not me. Right. And right. she's like, okay. And it, and it went away. But if I'd have went down there, I got to pay for parking at the county i gotta walk go through the whole process i'm automatically the the, the liar i'm the piece of shit that's right. probably probably fake this letter right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah if anybody even looks at the fucking letter right and then yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. on a shelf someplace right 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 you and are then, a number in a fucking file i'm a number in a yeah. file and then the judge has already told me you've got till this day to get this proof in here how the fuck i'm gonna get this proof in here where she can fax it to somebody that says, hey, fix this. Right, right, right. So and thankfully she did that for me. That was another thing I did. They offered me community service. It was two days in jail. I got DUI is what I got. It was two days in jail and then um, three days community service. And I'm sitting in front of the judge. I said, how many hours is community service today? Said, well, it's eight hours. I said, dude, can I just do another day in jail? Right. He's like, you want to do three days in jail? I said, okay, look, Your Honor, I don't want to do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> but right. If, if I've got if I've got forty eight, right, what's twenty four more? Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'd much rather do that than go out and pick up trash on the side of the road. Well, what happened to me? What happened to me in my last one was that uh, uh, I ended up uh, I ended up working at the parole office. So, like, I was going to the parole office every day and cleaning up the toilets, cleaning the shit out of the toilets and shit like that. It was crazy, man. Uh, dude, it, well, this, when I say the shit out of the toilet, it wasn't the parole officers. It was the motherfuckers coming in there, like, all fucked up, like, yeah. coming off dope, like, you know what I mean? Anyways, I got introduced to a couple kids uh, who were, had just come in there, and uh, then I got introduced to, like, I started working out with a juvenile. Anyways, a lot of shit happened, and like then that's how I started y'all, actually. Yeah. So it actually was very, very much beneficial. Uh, so how do we find y'all? Uh, you can find it on Facebook. We're in a bit of a hiatus right now. Um, I'm actually trying to. They're, they are moving, and they are creating a transitional center. So they're moving from where they were to where they're going to be, which is going to be a major homeless transitionals because in walker county if you uh get off of let's say you get out of uh jail right you don't have a place to go yeah. right they give you a tent they do that in portland yeah but it's totally illegal to do that to live out on the street yeah and in the woods and shit 
so we've got these we've got this epidemic in in uh, Walker County where we have all these parolees who immediately start doing drugs again. Right. Why wouldn't they? Right. In the situation that you're in. But basically living in people's land, like close to where they, like, and there's needles and shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's fucking, it's bad. It's bad. So we finally have a transitional center there. And, uh, you know, we've got families out there living in the woods and shit. So, we, so and that's how y'all started is because basically there, there needed to be a place where, you know, kids could go and learn, have an outlet and stuff. And I'm teaching them what I can about art and stuff. And give them. So you're doing like uh, mixed media art, all kind of different. You're doing art. writing, I mean, all kind of different stuff. Right. Just showing everything from just learning how to tie dye and just spending time with them, right? And like to do. What was that? What was that art we used to do as a kid? It was it that spin art? Is that what it was called? They put it like on a record player. You put your paint in there, and it would spread. Oh, like- that'd be dope. I need to do something like that with them. Sometimes we do stuff like that where we're uh, writing a movie. Oh. We're like, we're like, we're like, but we have so many kids that come in and out. I don't know if that's such a great idea. We're like having to reformulate, like, because it's it's recycling so often. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you know, you know, their parents get a job and yeah, or, or like they get adopted, and so they move somewhere because the kids from eBay. So Here's like, a fun exercise we did the other day. Uh, and I thought about you when I was thinking about uh, getting ready for this podcast. Um, I thought, I wonder how he goes through the joke writing process. But one of the things that her and I did the other day was we took that song, Jack and Diane, right? Yeah. And we're like, okay, so what happened next? Right. And so we just went through that thought process. So, yeah. You know, I think we decided, well, Jack's probably a little older. So he graduated. He goes on to college. Right. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. What happens to Diane? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in college. She's still in high school. He's traveling a lot, right? right he's playing right, football. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they obviously break up. So she's, ah, yeah. she starts dating you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. So what happens run, to Diane? Run, Diane. Run. <laughs> run. Just run. Uh, so we ended up with her working in a diner, right? He comes back from college. He got hurt. He couldn't go on to play. And dad's hurt. Dad's sick. So he comes back to work at the... We, we originally had him come back to work on the farm, but I think we moved him to the feed store. Yeah. That's cool. A factory's always good, too. Yeah, we a thought fa- about the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, fa- yeah, here. Here in the southeast. Yeah, factory, yeah, yeah. But they grew up in the Midwest. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah. So a feed store would be... Yeah, the feed yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and this was in the early 90s. Yeah. So they can't do the whole tender thing and re-meet. So he's got to bump into her at the... At the diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great idea. That's a great little thought exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and that's basically what I'm doing is creating. Let's think about creative thinking. Right. Let's let's use creative thinking. Let's use our ideas for something outside of something destructive. Let's do something creative. Because we're all creative, so you're either right. creating the destruction. Right. Oh yeah, sure, sure, and that's what it is. And like, especially if you see something that you've created that makes you feel good, then you're like, oh shit, I just have to fucking just do some shit. Well, look what shit. it did for you. Right, exactly, exactly, and that's exactly where I'm. I'm at. You know, when I was in prison, I should I, say is doing for you. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, it's a process. It's every fuck. But when I was in prison, 
I I started I started writing. I started reading a lot of writing. So I would write plays for our mental health storms and stuff. Yeah. And during Christmas, yeah, man. And then during. But Christ- you're writing plays in prison for the mental health guys to yeah, put on for for the warden and shit. Oh shit! I swear to God, I swear to God, I did. And then, and then, because a lot of these mental health guys, they wouldn't have like Christmas packages or something. Christmas would come around, nobody was writing them. They were like all by themselves. So we would do like a little talent show, Christmas, and then and then the warden would give them stuff. And it was like, oh shit! It was like a big fucking thing every Christmas, and it was like. It was awesome. It was awesome. That is so cool. That probably, yeah, probably Isn't that cool. Probably the coolest fucking thing I've ever done, honestly. honestly. So, have you ever thought about going, not going back into jail like as an inmate? Have you ever thought about going back and doing? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I would really, definitely, just rather. I'd, work, I'd rather right now. I'd rather work. Well, you've like, got a lot on your plate right now. That is very true. I do have a lot. It's uh, mainly just like, God, dude. Just trying to be a fucking human being, you know. Just I mean, trying to get alone. through. Yeah. What is it you and I, uh, Christy and I, will say from time to time? We're just, we're just a couple of souls in this earth suit, yeah. on a rock, going sixty-five thousand miles an hour yeah. around the sun. Yeah, that's, just trying to hold on to a tree. Just <laughs> like, like, God damn, don't let me go. It's like we're just experiencing this thing called life. Yeah, man, and that's what it is, man. It's a beautiful experience, and just trying to make the most beauty out of it. As you can, you know, that's a that's the main thing, man. I always like always try to push, man. Like, goddamn. Love brought my bubbles. Yeah, love, love for the sake of loving, you know what I mean? Like well, enjoy for the art. sake of joy. Yeah, yeah. And you have to teach people that. You because to, they don't so realize sad. it. Yeah, man, because it's so easy, especially in the culture that we have, to ha- to have this thing that you're against and be angry about it and lose all of this just wonderful beautiful you know all these human interactions and not and, and just and the beauty of yourself and to find it the beauty of nature like right eat some mushrooms and hang out at a river you know what i'm saying like <laughs> god damn hang out at a river. you know what i mean don't don't dj we gotta hang out more often yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. that's what i'm all about right because that can't show up yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> it. I know. Don't you know I know? Don't you know I know? In that DMT? Yeah, yo, buddy. That's the main thing that changed me. That's the that's the main <laughs> thing that flipped my shit. That's that's the main thing right there. The first time I ever did that shit, it completely. I went from being heritage, not hate, like totally not believing in white privilege, like thinking that there was some sort of. So for people who don't know, Heritage Not Hate is, is, is about the rebel flag yeah. here in the South. And there's a lot of people who say, well, this is about Heritage Not Hate. And on one sense, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm very much a Southern guy. But yeah. the county that I lived in, and, and really most of Tennessee, well, well, Tennessee was the last state to succeed from the Union, the first state to rejoin the Union. Most of Tennessee was like, just get the fuck out of our state. Right. But more battles took place in Tennessee than any other state because it was a very neutral state. But the people who say the uh, heritage not hate, they hold on to this rebel flag because they got this uh, Duke boys mentality. Right. But my thing is, one, it was never the Confederate flag. Two, it was just a battle flag for one specific group. Three, even if you're right, it was this symbolic historical thing, it's now been changed. 
Oh, and it's now yeah, hurts and, and, people. And that's and that's what I realized. And that's what I realized is like it doesn't matter. And doing and doing a lot of research helped me. It's like okay, so it was about slavery. Okay, yeah, I get it. And then like and then and but 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 really like it was when the Nazi symbols started showing up right beside. Like now yeah. we're around around a lot of Nazis and they're no, I'm not doing the thing that Nazis are doing. I don't give a fuck what a Nazi's doing. I'm not doing the same thing he's doing. I don't give a fuck. Like you want me? I'm not. If they all of a sudden, yeah, he could be swimming. Yeah, I don't want to swim. I, I don't want to swim anymore. Yeah, right, right, right. right, 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 right. right. Yeah. He be eating yeah. down here uh, some ice cream. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, eat no more yeah, ice cream. Fuck, yeah, oh, Nazi. <laughs> I'm walking out of this. I'm, a, I'm afraid to make the okay sign. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the butthole thing. Like I'm afraid to do that. I, not afraid to do it. I don't want it. Right. I don't want it. To I be don't mis- want the association. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want. Nazis to fucking die like they should have done in the 1940s. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and that's my thing because I don't know about how you grew up. So when I moved back to the to Tennessee from the Pacific Northwest, my son's best friend is an African American kid who whose family's from Northeast Portland. They'd never been outside of Northeast Portland or the Pacific Northwest. So he wanted to move down with us. So I was moving back, and so my son's like, yeah, I'll go down for a couple months, and Nick's like, I'll go with you. So we all drove back. Well, his family, all they'd ever heard was Selma, Alabama. All they'd ever heard was this, the racist South and things like that. And, I, and they were, you know, understandably worried. Yeah. And, I, and they weren't wrong completely. They weren't wrong completely. <laughs> You're right, 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 right. And I said, uh, Nick... I know what you've heard. All I can do is take you back to my home. Right. And I was the first generation that knew that did not know segregation. Right. Uh, and then, big deal. Big fucking deal, right? It's it's a big deal. I was the first generation that did not know segregation. And we used to spend the night at each other's houses, me and my friends, and we just grew up. He is down there. We're we're at a friend of mine's barbecue. It's a very mixed crowd. I mean, mixed couples, mixed interracially. We're all just hanging out, pitching, throwing horseshoes. It's what I grew up with. Right. It's how I grew up. And uh, Nick is sitting there, and he said, you know, I'm used to Levi being the only white guy at a black barbecue, or I'm used to me being the only black guy at a white barbecue. I'm not used to this. It's a weird culture. It's a weird culture. It is. It is. When you get into it, like, especially when you get, especially when you get into the country, because, like, so down in Yeah, the, you get out in the country. Yeah, not when the you, city. No, 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 no. Out in the country. So we have down in a, now, the, we, the we rural have, town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where we have it, where you go and see some chicken fighting. <laughs> right? Dude, it is the most diverse crowd you've ever... Oh, shit. There's Mexicans, there's African-Americans, yeah. there's white... Oh, shit, what's this? What is happening here? This is something. Oh! Something. It's one of those uh, bars that you get on a bicycle and ride. They all look like they are not enjoying that. It looks like a bachelorette party. Then, we should go dance. Nah, I'm not. We dude, should just jump nah. up there and act like we're hey, ladies. We were brought to entertain you. They would run. <laughs> they would run. This is body body right here. Oh, dude, so so. Well, at so. that party, at that barbecue, one of the guys, you know, guys I'd grown up with were there. I hadn't been in Tennessee for twenty something years, so I'm hanging out with all these guys I hadn't hung out with twenty something years. 
And Nick made that statement, and this one guy says, dude, I don't know what you've heard about the South. He said, but we're all family. It's like that. Yeah. It, it can be like that. It can be the other way, but it, it can also be the other way in California. It can also be the other way wherever the fuck you are. People are, are retarded. I love the South so much. And uh, by the way, and I, I want to reiterate this, uh, uh, chicken fighting, it's all right, okay? They're, they're God's little gladiators, okay? They, I they, heard they, 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 they do that naturally, and it brings people together. By the way... It's like, highly I, illegal, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, because you can make so much money off of it, and they don't And the know, state doesn't get anything off yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> That's and they why don't know how to do that. They cannot That's figure right. out... How to do that? If the state could figure out how to regulate, it would be the most legal thing, <laughs> and you would see all different cultures. I, I swear to God, you've never okay, seen let's, so many let's, different people. Let's do this thought exercise. I heard a uh, thing the other day about um, uh, on NPR. Do you ever listen to NPR? God damn, yes. Okay, then you probably because you, you can find it when you're driving. You can find it anywhere. If it's you beautiful. Yeah, dude. Yes, 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 yes. So there's a guy on there talking about the morality of... Uh, he, he does this whole bit on the morality of owning a cat and being a vegan. Yeah. Because, you know, he's like, how, how can you be a vegan and own a cat? Right. I mean, these are vicious killers. Right. And I didn't know this to that podcast. Cats are responsible for killing over 22 billion mammals a year. Domesticated cats. Yes. Domesticated cats are yeah. responsible for over 22 billion. And how many vegans do you know? Every last one of them owns a cat. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> Every last one. So he does this thing on, he immersed himself into the whole thing in southeast Tennessee of cockfighting. And he said what he found out was, he said the average chicken that's raised as a cockfighter, they'll have about two good years of life, two to three good years of life. He said, if it does good cockfighting, it's then put out the pasture to just fuck a bunch of hens. Yeah. Oh, They've yeah. got a good life. Yeah. Now oh, compare yeah. that to a chicken that's being raised for meat consumption. Exactly. Six to eight weeks, it's dead. Exactly. Dude, I know I know people who raise chickens. I don't do it myself because it's illegal. <laughs> right? It's why illegal. Would I, why would I, I do <laughs> Why Something that's illegal. And we're not recommending it. No, I absolutely wouldn't. But. <laughs> but if you're doing it. If you're looking for some handy panties, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a high-ass coat. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but, 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 uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm definitely. They live a good life. They live a great life. They live a good, people have no idea. They're not traveling and they do it naturally. In my, because I, where I live in my yard. Well, that's what he said. He said they're feeding them good food. They're not being pumped with hormones. He oh, said no, these chickens no. that are going to McDonald's and stuff, yes. they can't even fucking walk. Yes, 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 exactly. You see, you, you ever been behind a chicken truck? It's terrible. Yeah. Right? I can show you where I get up in the morning where the wild chickens, where they, the ones that have just like are out in our space in our neighborhood, they fight each other. And kill each other all the time. All the fucking time. Every morning I get up, my cup of coffee, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going on the out porch. on my porch and watching chickens fight. <laughs> Naturally, nobody's doing anything. Nobody's making them fight. Nobody's like 
do anything. They're just out there killing each other because that's what they fucking do. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. Dude, they're... Yes, they are dinosaurs. They are dinosaurs. They are totally fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. They are totally... And they would kill the fuck out of you in a second. Oh, you ever been around a baney rooster? Oh, god damn. Them really, little some bitches. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I, dude, I I know a lot about roosters, even though I don't rooster fight. <laughs> I just... I just know. I just know. I just have what I know about these. No, them little fucking baney roosters. You said people used to call you a baney rooster. I was telling her we had some baney roosters. I didn't know about baney roosters. I didn't raise roosters. They're fucking insane. I had raised chickens, like little hens with no rooster. I never had a rooster. Yeah, yeah. So I we we got when I moved back, I moved to the farm at my mom and dad's farm. I get some chickens. I don't get a rooster, right? Because I don't need a rooster. I just want some fucking eggs. Right. My uncle calls me up. Hey, I got these little baney roosters. Let me drop them off. Okay, fine. Drop off these baney roosters. This little, what do they weigh? A quarter pound? At least. They, they might weigh a quarter pound. These yeah. little chickens aren't no more than maybe six inches tall. You can't hear them running at you. And they will flog you and they will just fight you. And I remember one day, because they would go into roost, they would go to roost before the big chickens. Right. And I'm, uh, I got the coop open. And I look in there, and that one little baney rooster, he pecked me right there on the ankle where that vein is. Uh-huh. And it was bleeding. Yeah. Fucking hurt. And so uh, and he, I couldn't catch him at the time. Yeah. He got away from me. And so I opened that coop, and he's sitting there on the on the uh, roost, and he's asleep. I backhanded that son of a bitch. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, one night, the big chickens went up, and the... Uh, I grabbed him, I threw him out of the coop, and I locked the coop up. My dad said, why, why'd you lock that coop up? I said, so damn fox would get his ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck that shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, 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 man, I, I absolutely understand that completely. I absolutely understand but not because, not because I, I do fuck, fuck with chickens. <laughs> not because I do anything No, chicken. because of that. Because that's illegal and wrong. Yeah, and wrong, and totally, totally immoral. Well, I tell you what, DJ, man, I know you probably got to go. You spent a lot of time with me. I can sit and talk to you all night. Oh, but. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, how long have we done? Uh, we have been going on for an hour and 38 minutes. I mean, I've done yeah, three yeah, hours yeah. before. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could say, I mean, I don't really, I got to finish these beers. Oh, you got more beers? We'll yeah, yeah, I got beers. one more beer. <laughs> well, we'll do one more beer. Yeah, can we do one more beer? Yeah, you want to give me one more drink? Let's do one more drink, y'all. This is the last drink podcast. Huh? That was four roses, double neat. Jesus Christ. It's uh, been a good night. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I, I texted my son. I said, dude, I'm doing a... Well, how do you reply? Let's I told him I was out. doing this uh, podcast. What's his with name? Levi. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that's right. You said that earlier. Yeah. He said something about a hunter earlier. Uh, that's and I, a, and that might have just been in my head. It might have been. I said, uh, I'm doing a podcast uh, with uh, comedian DJ Lewis tonight. He goes, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's up, Levi? <laughs> But, uh, Much love, man. Yeah, he's out there in Portland, Oregon. All right. And my daughter's out there. The ex-wife's out there. Her family's out there. So I got down. So fucking. So I tell you about Portland, Oregon. I was a, as a roll on the Matola. That's on the Matola River. I don't know that river. All right. Well, it and, goes, I, and I'm sure you're probably butchering the name of it. 
Absolutely. <laughs> There's no doubt about this. When I say things... It's probably called something totally different. When I say things, literally no one has any idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I think maybe that's why people miss my jokes so much. I'd like to say that they're not listening, or right. maybe they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking maybe about. Maybe it's just your pronunciation. I mean, I'd say. <laughs> that's right. And the drunker I get, like, like that dude, like, it's terrible. Well, that was uh, when I lived up there, uh, the kids would be like, somebody say, who's your dad talking to? And it depended on if I was talking to somebody in the South, my accent just totally went back. They're like, oh, somebody he grew up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and, that's, how, and, that, and that's how it goes. That's how, my, my, my old lady, uh, and she's wonderful, Andrea, she hates me when I talk about her. But, like, she's great. But she's starting to get a southern accent, and it's the cutest goddamn thing. So and she, you don't have to name the specific city or state, but she's from what, like, she is north? A, she is a Tumatahara Indian. What the hell is a Tumatahara? Did you mispronounce that too? I probably. Tumatahara. <laughs> Tumatahara. They, uh, they, they live in actually, they, they live outside of Mexico. Oh. I, I don't know if you noticed. Hold on. I'm going to take a uh, short break right here. Have you noticed how bad this woman's singing is? I don't know if anybody <laughs> else has. She has been awful. <laughs> Boo, this woman. <laughs> she has been the worst. I can't even see her. Which way is she? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but there's not a large crowd, and oh, she has... She's over here at this other bar. Okay. So I didn't know about Station Street. Okay. I also didn't know this is only one of two city, one of two streets in the state of Tennessee that you can have an open container. Yes. I did not know that. And it's not a big street, so I was just going to describe it, but there's a, a Terminal Brewing over here. Yeah. Uh, and we ate at Stir. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I love it over there. They got this cornbread cheesecake. Dude, I'm already on it, motherfucker. That man. was some good shit. Yes, it was. And and so Mike was my server, and I'm like, uh, we ordered Mike a- is the best. Mike called me. Mike called me. Oh, you me. know Mike? Yes, I know Mike. <laughs> Listen, Mike called me the Hank 3 of comedy. Oh, shit. And it hit for me so hard. So would you be the Ashjack side or the... <laughs> I would definitely probably just be the Hank 3 side. Not so much the Hank. I, w- I wish I was the Ashjack side. I love Ashjack. Uh, Ashjack is I, good. I, but they are rude. And they, and they like some... Uh, yeah, I would be the Ashjack well, side. Well, the great yeah. thing is he brings both. I love punk. I love punk rock. Yeah, but when Hank 3 plays... I know. He brings both. And it's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. The... Uh, so we got Oysters Rockefeller. Look at me, some southern guy from McMinn County eating Oysters Rockefeller. My mother would say I was being all highfalutin' city-fied like I got above my raisin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Highfalutin'. Highfalutin' city-fied. Falutin'. Can you even look that up in the dictionary? Have I don't you ever know tried? if it's a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it may very well not even be a fucking word. But you know what the hell it is. I means. know it. a falutin'. <laughs> when you hear a mother call you falutin', you know you falutin'. Yeah, it's usually a woman. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, so you got that. So we got uh, we got that. But I told Mike. I've never been called falutin, by the way. Uh, you, well, why not? Well, <laughs> look at me. That's right. What was it you described yourself as? Oh, you look like a racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I said. It is true, too. People say it all the time. They, they, there's a standoff. There's a standoff. Uh, not to interrupt your story, but there is a very standoff uh 
But then I get in front of a, uh, an earth. I like to just call them black crowds, you know, right. what I'm saying? instead of urban crowds. I, th- I feel like urban is more disrespectful. Well, see, that's the problem with the whole identity politics is I don't know how you want to be identified by. And, and if I identify you one yeah. way, then, then I've offended you. Right. So I, part of my background in the Pacific Northwest was I was a, an announcer for Women's Flight Track Roller Derby. What? That's what's fucking up. Dude, Dude, my name is Lucky Van Tucky. Well, good for you. That was my roller derby name, Lucky Van Tucky. Um, So I'm dealing with a lot of the LGBTQ crowd. Right. Well, I need to... Okay, wait, wait, are you trans? Are you cis? So my thing was, what's your name? (laughs) Right. I just go by your name. Dude, here's my thing. It's like, don't act like I'm not interested in how you formed a dick. Right. Dude, I'm interested in how you in your whole life. It's such a interesting thing to me. It's so beautiful and interesting. I'm not coming out of this place with a place of hatred. I'm coming at at this with in a place of, oh my God, you're being you, and I don't know who you are. Tell me who you are. Right, because the the most boring question in the world to me is, so what do you do? Right. That's the most boring question in the world. Matter of fact, I actually told somebody, I said, ask me a better question. Yeah, yeah, Ask yeah. me what I've been reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask yeah, me yeah. what uh, movie I like. Ask yeah. me something better than what the hell I do. But oh, man. My thing with the roller derby girls, my background before that, we'll see how he reacts. <laughs> my background before that is, I was a Southern Baptist pastor. I had a degree in theology from the Southern Baptist school, and... And it's not that I don't agree or think a lot of the... It's not that I have a problem with theology anymore. But I couldn't tell that to these roller derby girls. Right. Because they automatically put me in this damn box. Right, 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 right. Right. But then once they found out, oh, he likes he likes whiskey. He enjoys women who aren't married. And he doesn't mind saying fuck every now and again. Then they would let me in because they would then have their identity politics and and disenf- not disenfranchised but put me in a box. My my father was a uh, preacher for the uh, for the uh, 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 Church of God of Prophecy. Oh, I know that church. Oh my God, he said, "Ooh, dude!" Then he was a comedian. I saw that. Yeah, Chattanooga Teeth. Times Free Press. I saw an article about you there. Your dad was a comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a he was a very, very fucking funny. Still, but one of the funniest guys I've ever fucking met right. in my life. You know what I mean? But before he was that, he was it, Sam Kennison was. I don't judge people. And here's the thing. Yo, Sam Kennison was a pastor. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when when and where I work with kids and stuff is in a very uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a mission. It's a Christian mission, basically. And it's a I think what you're doing with children is very much a very much a ministry. Uh, it is, but there's 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 very little, like how I view God and how other people view God. Like we don't even and like and like even when it comes to Jesus, like I mean, like I don't even know what to tell you. Like I feel like you're just as much God and have just as much Jesus in me. And you, even in your most sinning, terrible, regardless of who you are, you know, I mean, like, you are a beautiful creature. You know, you're a beautiful fucking exactly. human being with this wonderful soul, and I just 
just want to give you a hug. You know well, see, I mean? that's like, the thing that I hate about like some of the hymns is what a wretched soul am I? What a you know? They, oh, talk about oh, how horrible I am. I'm like, I don't want that. No, that's not what the scriptures are talking about. They're talking about you're beautifully and wonderfully made and created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring that out. That's who you truly are. I don't give a fuck what kind of car you drove. How much did you love today? Right. Did you love? Did you love the sky? What a beautiful fucking earth! Like we're spinning on this motherfucker, like you were saying. Yeah. There's ethereal masses of consciousness. Look Dude, at this. Dude, her and I were going to eat one night, and I was on my way to pick her up. Was this like our second date? When I get the bubbles, it's our second date, and we're going to have a dinner at this lake in Meigs County. And on the way there, I'm. I'm in the store and I pick up like this 97 cent of bubbles 97 cents for this tube of bubbles and we sat out on the deck and we just start blowing bubbles and I just really meant it to be something for her and I just to you know it was our second date I don't know what the fuck we talked about right, 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 right. and I don't want her to get to know me that soon yeah <laughs> we need to stay away from the details as that's much right. as possible that's right let's have a distraction here yeah. and uh so we're just doing that, and next thing I know, like the staff is coming out, they're blowing bubbles. Remember that old woman, that eighty-something-year-old woman's walking around popping bubbles. And then afterwards, she said, "I love this unintentional consequences of the things you do." Yeah. Just finding that simple joy, ninety-seven cents of happiness. Yes. That's all it took. Yes, and that's the thing about art. I have, I have seen, I have been moved so much further by the drawings of a kindergartner yes. than I ever have by a Picasso. I have been touched. I have been reeled in. I have been I have been driven more. And you know, you know, the kids are our future, man. And that's a, we need to leave them a planet and it's such a beautiful to look forward to. Right, and teaching them to find that joy in that moment, and when I, I in these times of sorrow and like this weird, this weird, you know, yeah, yeah, find, find that sort of joy. Yeah, because because you know what, life is tough. It's not meant to be easy. There's yeah. there's some really sucky shit that happens in it. Oh, yeah. A lot of it is our own doing, but yeah. even the things that's not our own doing, you know, people die. You get hit by a bus. Uh, but when you can sit there and tell your kid, oh my god. How many colors do you see in that tree? Well, when you first think about it, you just think you just see green. But when you stop and you look at that tree, yeah. and you start dissecting the colors that's in that tree, and they just find that simple joy. Yeah. That, I, 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 that's I am, living. I am here on this beautiful planet, and I am experiencing this wonderful, beautiful thing that just never stops being the most... It never stops being the most beautiful thing ever. Right. There are rabbits. There are there are there are peacocks. There are flamingo. There is so many. There are bears. There are got them <laughs> that yeah, will eat you. That will eat you. But <laughs> hey, how awesome is that? You know That's what I mean? Right. If you can go out being ate by a bear, that'd be the best thing ever. Could you imagine? Would that? you complain about that obituary? I would not at all. <laughs> DJ Lewis, comedian, DJ Lewis, eaten by a bear. God damn right. Fuck you know how yeah. many, you know many motherfuckers would be like, 
That motherfucker, yes. Right. Killed in a tornado. We knew it. <laughs> we knew it. What a dumbass. You know the, what I mean? The last thing I want is Evil Knievel's obituary. Right. Oh, yeah, where he did all this trying and, like, wonderful things. And he died in a nursing home. Yeah. No, fuck that. I'm like, dude, Robbie, Robbie Knievel, you know, his son, if I ever have a chance to talk to you, why the fuck didn't you put a rocket on the back of a wheelchair and have him jump some ambulances? I mean, at Take least. that motherfucker yeah, out that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let him live his fucking life. Yeah, go to jail. You'll be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man, let him just. But to, to let the old man just die. I, my dad, my dad passed away uh, August fifth last year, in his sleep, and I remember being at the funeral home because I also did his uh, eulogy. I'm at, and I wrote the obituary and I did the eulogy and I got all these people coming up to me and said, well, it's nice that he went away in his sleep. And the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, that is the scariest thing in the world to me. Yeah. To lay down and not wake up. And then getting shot in the back at 70 by a jealous 20-something-year-old yeah. husband. That I can deal with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's something. That's something. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, and like, and like, I say this all the time, and people take it so wrong. It's like, I'm pretty sure, like, somebody's gonna come by and they're gonna be like, you know what? Uh, you got like all the cancer in you. You got all. Like, and I'm just gonna go out in the woods on. A, I'm gonna have a party. I'm gonna have right. a great time. Right. And then I'm gonna go out into the woods. I'm gonna blow my fucking head off. <laughs> just be done with it. And just be done with it, and like nobody will really know. And I'll just, and it'll be great, and I'll just, and it'll be a beautiful fucking time. That's right. Because you can't have. That's what we've we've talked about this. Me and uh, Drew Morgan uh, of the Well Read Comedy uh, Tour. Uh, we've talked about this a hundred thousand times. Uh, fucking having a uh, funeral service. Yeah. Called Val Haller. Oh, Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, LLC. That's the Viking, yeah. Viking hall yeah. after death. But we, but we call it Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we just going to be, and it says, Valhalla, LLC. You going to die, son. And then what we do is, however you want your funeral, yeah. is how we set that shit up. Right? So, like, you can have a Viking funeral. You right. can have a pirate funeral. We can, we can shoot your body up. And, and just let it plop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can literally <laughs> kill you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if that's what you want to do. <sighs> that'd you know, be cool. Yeah, I know it, man. I like Valhalla. But, but you can't have your own funeral. You know what I mean? You can't have... You got to give it to all these people who feel like whatever is whatever. Well, see, though, what they're we just doing... all show up and be sad. Yeah, I don't like and that. You know what's going to happen? We're going to go out. All the smokers are going to be outside smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes. Right. I got the hiccups now. You got the hiccups. Get drunk. <laughs> so, we're all going to go out and smoke outside, and we're going to talk about all the cool stories about your life while a fucking preacher is talks in there. some bullshit. <laughs> that's right. Right, right. Talking you into heaven. talking about the time you got your nut sack. <laughs> that's so, right. Yeah, tra- trapped in a goddamn... You remember that trip. time? You remember yeah. that time we dared him put nair in his balls for nine minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At my funeral, everyone has to put nair on their balls <laughs> for nine minutes because that's what I know I went down. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? The instruction says eight, hey, but motherfucker hey, do nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's and and that's how and that's how I want. I want I want, I want a funeral where uh, everybody's everybody's just happy, 
happy that they experienced the things that they right. experienced with me. Not sad. Like, like, oh shit. And like, your time's coming too, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better be lucky. Hey, this could be, you're not lucky. You're just, you're just like, this ain't, your time's coming. Just having a good time. So you better start planning and invest in Valhalla, LLC. Well, see, and that's why you got to find those moments of joy. That's it. That's why you got to enjoy what's here right now. I'm so glad you got to see my actual closer, closer, like what I'm working on because, right. ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a masterpiece. <laughs> when it's actually finished, when it's all, it's going to be goddamn something, something. Gonna... And that's the thing that I think I like. Uh, I've just started seeing live comedians. So we, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you were like the first live comedian that I paid to go to. I mean, I've seen him like show Holy up at shit. Shop. Really? Goddamn, yeah. I'll be a motherfucker. Well, you're the first comedian I've ever had on the, con- on the podcast. Oh! Um, we saw Killer Bees a couple of weeks ago, and there's that. Killer's awesome. Yeah, we saw him. I saw, I, I grew up with him because my dad. My dad. He's getting old. Is a comedian, yeah. Well, my dad was a comedian, so like. Killer used to come over to the house. Oh, shit. When I was a little kid. Oh, shit. So I've known Killer since I was like five. I he That man is a pistolero. He, <laughs> he, can, he is a sharpshooting champion. Like, literally has medals and awards. He could shoot. Oh, like you mean like with actual firearms? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> he, he could shoot. You name any of that right there? He could take a pistol? Dude, he could shoot fucking whatever the fuck. One oh, of those shit. Like, you, you name one of those lights, he get, he get aim Dude, he's awesome. That is it. Man. You're right about this woman singing. Yeah, yeah she is awesome, y'all. <laughs> what we're listening to right now is the worst. Have you, uh... I've only bad, seen... ain't it? She don't want to say it. She don't want to say it. It's bad, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, Etta Mays tonight, I've only seen her on YouTube. Have you ever seen her live? Or Do you oh, yeah, know her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked with her a hundred times. Okay. And then Dan Whitehurst has opened up for her. Me and last time I saw uh, Dan Whitehurst. Oh. Did you say Dana White? Dan, no. Oh, dickhead needs to get the fuck out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what were, where were we at the other night? Oh, we're at Sounds of Summer, and this guy comes by in this loud truck, and I looked over at her, and I said, I wish I had a big dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only my dick were... So loud. That's right. So big and loud. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have to put, like, uh, when I do the introduction, Mom, do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's two hours long, and we literally talk about dicks and how we need to get rid of prisons. That's right. <laughs> oh, I've got to send you. Do, you. do you have Yelp? Uh, no. I will say no. Okay, then you don't. So Yelp is a... Uh, it's an app that people use to uh, leave reviews on like restaurants or hotels. Or oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Yelp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, uh, that last time I went to jail, I get out of jail, right? Did you leave a Yelp review? I left the motherfucking Yelp you review. You are the fucking man. <laughs> you are the goddamn man. Let no, me check right this here. out. Yo, yo, yo. The Portland News Station sent a TV crew to the Clark County Jail to cover my Yelp review. You are shitting me. <laughs> no. no. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> Y'all are hearing this first. All you, all two of you DJ Lewis fans. <laughs> 
I'll send you the up review. One of the things it says is I I've can't had believe the, I'm the first comedian that you've had. You seem to understand comedy very well. Do what? You seem to very to understand comedy very well. I, I uh, well, you 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 said this earlier. That's why I'm not brought it up because I didn't want to be that guy. But everybody thinks you're fucking funny, right? <laughs> oh, you think you're fucking hilarious? <laughs> I think I'm fucking hilarious. Goddamn right. <laughs> but it's, you're funnier the drunker you get. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. I said that to you earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, if only I could get really hammered, I'll crush tonight. <laughs> I'll kill it. No, it, it intimidates the hell out of me. It should. It's it, it, very, it should. It's I, I totally appreciate the art. I appreciate what you guys go through. I Are appreciate you doing comedy? Craft. I am. No. No, no, not in that sense. I mean, I've written. Well, like, you, pro- well you actually, okay, number one, you are funny in person. And like I, I, I was laughing, you know. So right. I, I was, I was giving you shit. Right. But like, that's, that's because I thought you were like, they were like, yeah. So I've been trying to do stand up for like. <laughs> no, I've never tried it. it. It is one of those things that uh, secretly I've always wanted to do. Of course, secretly that's what everybody wants to do. Secretly, everybody wants to do journey covers all night and get all the pussy in the world. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know is, what I mean? Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Well, so take like this, this podcast thing. So when I was a kid, uh, I used to sit around with a cassette tape player, and I'd record myself being a DJ. Uh, so that was just, I just wanted to be on the radio growing up. So now I, I kind of get to do it doing this. Um, so who all have you, uh, sorry, so go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, what was your question? So who all have you interviewed? I don't think I'm as an interview because I don't come here with questions. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's who all have you? So who all have you conversed? Uh, let's see. My most popular was an orc druid priest. <laughs> Holy shit! So we have to go down the rabbit hole with you. <laughs> well, go. This is this is this is. Well, I'll tell you this first. This is the third podcast that I've done this week. Okay. By far the most fun. <laughs> oh, thank you. By, because it. a lot of it's like a lot of shop talk and like bullshit and like it's either with someone who wants to be a comedian or somebody who's always in, already in the business. The only fun ones that I actually get to do are with the well well read comedy. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed and, that. Yeah, yeah, and if if, if you, oh, thank you. No, no, no I've noticed that you do those too. <laughs> no, I've only heard you on those two. Well, I think the one at the Bijou Theater was well read comedy. That. Yeah, and the one with the aliens was too. Yeah, so the putting diapers on goats. Yeah, that was that was it. That was yeah, well yeah, read. Yeah. And, and then the Area Fifty One okay, was. Okay, okay. You heard my two. Yeah, you heard my two best ones. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've heard those because two. they're like literally my my best friends. Like like well, and you I mean, pick up on that. You guys talk well like we're doing. Yeah. yeah you yeah. talk over each other. You right 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 right. 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 You having a good time. Right. That's what, I don't know. Anyways, so, this is the third one I've done this week. I've got to do another one in a couple of days. And uh, and so, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, you were thanking me and telling me how great and awesome I was. Oh, yeah, I was. I, was, I think I was. I think I was. I think I think I was. Oh, no, I was telling you that you are funny. That's right. You were t- that, that you are funny. I think you were about to encourage me to get into comedy. Well, I was going to say, if you could write a set. But like that's like a whole other thing. Well, see, that's the whole thing. That's why I, I was asking you earlier. What's your writing creative process? Because you're trying to get into stand-up? No, I enjoy knowing your creative process. I want to. Oh, well, my creative process. Because I, I interviewed an author this week, and I was asking her. 
her creative process. So I've interviewed, <laughs> not interviewed, I had a conversation with the Druid priest. I've had a conversation with her daughter who has uh, a rare childhood disease. I had a conversation with her because she's a yoga instructor and, oh, and good for you. meditation and things like that. Yeah. I didn't even know I was sitting here and get in kindred spirit. With a yogi, right? I felt kindred, but I didn't know. I felt it. You didn't know what the woo-woo magic was. No, no. So you know Paramahansa Yogananda? You know, Yogananda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autobiography of a yogi and all that. Yeah. And that's how I got into that. See, so I don't know Yoga, sauna, and like, yo, 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 yo. I'll be doing it. So I've had a lot of great conversations. And my rule is, if they don't interest me, I don't want to talk to them. Right. Or if it's not a topic that interests me, I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Druid priests. Way up there. That one interested me. How could it not? Well, for number one, you're still druid. You're not like you're not doing anything. You're like you're still druid. After all of this, you're still druid. Well, here's how it got started with me. I want to know. I was on a date three years ago in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, um, beautiful woman. It always starts in Knoxville, by the way. Right. Starts in Knoxville. That's where all mine started. Uh, and so, uh, you've not even heard this story, have you? <laughs> so, so, she's, uh, we're sitting outside on the patio at this bar, and um, she starts asking me questions, and they start being faith-related questions. And I'm like, this is a, this is a first fucking date. Yeah. But that's a big deal. Yeah. And even though I've got a very extensive faith background... I'm wanting to get laid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I'm really trying to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. I don't want to go here. And so I keep trying to change the subject. So she's like, well, are you this? No, I'm not that. Are you this? No, I'm not that. Then finally she said, well, are you pagan? And the first thing that came to my mind, do you remember that movie from the 80s, Dragnet? Oh, you. With Dan Aykroyd and Tom Cruise. Oh, you. And they're in their goat skin pants Tom dancing Hanks. around the ancient room. Yeah, Tom Hanks, not Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise is in that new Top Gun movie where it's just so fucking unreal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is unreal. It is. How's he still a fucking captain? You know, yeah. how's goose, he still goose, flying goose, combat yeah. mission? Goose died, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like his life probably is in shambles after that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But, one award. So she asked me, are you pagan? So the first thing that pops in my head is Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks and these goatskin pants dancing. I just started laughing. I go, fuck no, I'm not pagan. Right, 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 right. She was. Oh. <laughs> and she was offended. Date was pretty much over. How many pills did they have in their little goat skin? I don't know. They had so many when they were dancing. And they right. remember they were dancing. They were trying to like fill them up with it. it was so right. Great. And uh, so that day ended. And so uh, I started a Facebook page in McMahon County. And so this woman who's an art druid was wanting to know, hey, I'm wanting to do this uh, pagan night out for people in McMahon and surrounding areas. Can I promote it on your page? And me, I'm like, well, let's see where this shit show goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she promoted it, and then she messages me. She says, hey, will you come to it? And I'm like, well, why, 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 why would yeah, yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> why would? not do anything. Let's go. Let's go. I already lost a date with a pagan, a beautiful woman. Maybe I can learn what not to do next time. Right, right. So I go, and uh, there's some weird people. I guarantee it. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. They're not all beautiful people. It, Very it, much into hot topics. <laughs> right. Right, hot topics. Yeah. And so, 
we uh, so her and I got to talking, and she's talking about all this stuff, and I said, hey, so I got this podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's how I got the interview in Art Druid, and we become friends. Matter of fact, uh, you and I went. She had a uh, Druid event, a pagan event here recently. She knows my faith background, and she's like, "Will you come speak at my pagan event?" So I totally went up there and gave. I, 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 I spoke on uh, the first five books of the Bible: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And the topic of the sermon was sojourners, strangers and sojourners, and how we treat those among us who aren't like us. And I took that there you go. Leviticus. So, and there it you was go. well received. Did it hit? I think yeah, it did. Yeah, 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 I think it was yeah. well received. She will, she's already told me I'm invited back. She's doing one in the fall. To the ritual or just to the to yes. The speak? Yes. I got to for You got invited to the ritual? God well, I had damn. to work. That's where I, that's where I want to be. No, so she had a ritual in, in Athens last fall, and oh, it was in a public park, and she bought the uh, permits. She did all that. She publicized it, and man, the Christians lost their shit. So I threw Please my. Please send me an invite. I want this in my life. Right. Well, I threw myself in the center of that controversy. Sure, you did. Yeah, I fucking did. Why wouldn't you? Well, and my thing is look, if you're going to sit here and say that uh, we're a nation of religious liberty, as a, as a fundamentalist, Bible thumping Christian, you need to be down here protecting her religious liberty. Right. Right. You may not agree with what they think or believe or do, but you absolutely, based on your faith, need to be down here protecting and defending her religious That's liberty. how you should just be as a... And that's where it goes back a to being a human. human. Right. That's how we should be as humans. There should be no la- label. There should be no anything. You, you have... And, and, and you know what? Even if, even if you don't... Even if you don't have the same qualities, maybe you don't. Whatever it is that you are, that you that you, are, that you have consciousness, I should respect this. Unless it's chickens, and then you know, fine. Well, but there's a there's a. I don't want to get too theological, so I try not to wrap it up in too many theological terms. But the the basic idea is, if one of us is oppressed. We're all oppressed. And that's what I was saying earlier. That's what I'm saying. We cannot have any oppressed people. We have to educate. We cannot educate by berating, number no. one. We cannot say, you dumb, stupid-ass, fucking Trump-supporting motherfuckers. We have to say, or you AOC motherfuckers. Right, or, yeah, yeah, or whatever it is. Yes, right. yes, yes. We can't, th- these labels, this yes. identity it's politics. It's got to go. It's, it's got to go. go. It's fucking got to go, man. we got to say, look, you're a human, I'm a human. These people at the border... Are fucking humans. They're all human. We're all humans. And and okay, fine. They broke laws. Right. How do we treat them? Yeah. The guys you, in prison. They broke laws. Every How time you them? speed. Every time you go over fifty-five miles an hour. You broke once a you fucking hit, law. Once you hit fifty-six, you broke a fucking law. Law. And at the same at the same level that they did. It's a misdemeanor. It's fucking ridiculous. Right. So you know what I'm saying. You know. Eat the rich, burn their houses down. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. No, I know, I'm just kidding. That I'm motherfucker's giving me a pretty good paycheck right now. Yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, see, that's the other thing. My, my, uh, I don't want to name them. 
some of my family is very much against anti-capitalism. I'm like, you work for a fucking corporation. Well, let's think about this, though. Uh, and, and Andrew Yang has been saying this, and I'm not for Oh, he wants the universal basic income. And I'm not for or against this. What I am saying is that fucking Netflix paid no taxes. Amazon paid. These people pay no taxes. Businesses you, don't pay taxes. You, businesses don't. You as individual go home and have to goddamn soak your feet and fucking sleep for like four or five hours then get up and work your fucking ass off for individuals and pay your taxes or you will go to jail. While these motherfuckers, like, how are you not saying you deserve some of their money? You deserve some of their money, you dick. But, but here's Don't the thing. I always hear people say, oh, we need to raise business taxes. Here's the thing about a business tax is, say you own a business, you do own a business, you run the business. Right. Um, if you get a higher tax, you got to go. <laughs> you get she a, left on the taxes. <laughs> you get a higher tax, you pass that on to the consumer. Exactly. And so that's when how everybody we says, oh, we need, to, we need to tax Amazon more. Well, Amazon's just going to pass it on to you, motherfucker. They're not even paying taxes. You know why they you, pass it on to you? You're paying their taxes. Yes, you're exactly. paying their taxes. Exactly. You, I, like, how could you be any different? Like, let's just talk about, and like, I, I don't want to say that I'm a communist. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say that. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you that I am, but it makes a lot of sense. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. What I am saying is that what I am gonna say that is that when we are working, dude, have you ever went to your boss's uh, Christmas party? No. Yeah, that's a terrible thing to do, but 100,000 people have done that. And you go there, and they're like, Merry Christmas, we're going to have Secret Santa. By the way, look at this boat that I bought with your fucking <laughs> hard work. No, you can't get a raise. I got a fucking boat then. Yeah, but you know what? I started that fucking business so I could get a boat. No, fuck that. <laughs> You've already got enough money. You got a house. I'm living in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, DJ, have you ever had enough money? I, I don't have enough money right now. I've, I've never had enough money. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a greedy I, motherfucker. Okay. Well, now, that, that being said, I give a lot. I do, too. I do, too. And, 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 and that's I wish I thing. could give more, and that's where I'm at. Right. And her and I were having a discussion on the way down here about, uh, like, uh, some of these famous pastors. And oh, like Joel uh, Dick. Joel Faith? Austin. Yeah. Right. But you always see people put pictures on Facebook about his house. Here's what they don't get. He makes nothing from that church. He does not draw a salary from that church. All of his money comes from his books or his other businesses. That church does not write him a salary. What's wrong with that? Well, here's the thing. And he gives a lot of money to that church off of his businesses and other things that he does. If he need, if he has the influence that, that he has, he's letting them babies out of them cages and he needs to like start... start. He doesn't have any control of those babies in Area 51. That's the meth mamas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meth mamas. That's not him. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. When and they got them in those 51. cages so they could eat them. Yeah, it's very true. He's probably Again, a I've never seen a fat meth addict. Yeah, and he's probably a lizard man. 
He's probably a lizard man. Yeah, he's probably very Whatever much a lizard fuck. man. Hey, remind me to look up lizard man. Find out what the fuck And, that and is. Uh, uh, Anunnaki is what they're called. Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah, they're very lizardly. Very lizardly. For some reason, I think I've heard this name lizard man before. But Oh, I'm sure you have. They're all around. They're all, all around. around I probably, I probably made the, out with a ground. lizard man. Yeah, yeah, you probably have. Have you ever made out with a lizard man? I'm positive I have. <laughs> I was in L.A., more than once. I'm sure there was more than one lizard man. <laughs> lizard man. Yeah. Don't put his tongue down my throat. Ooh, up big, my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, I'm all with that. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead, lizardly. Yo, eat that. Like groceries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got like, so lizards eat bugs, right? So, like, now they have a chip out there that's called Chirp. It's non-GMO. It's non. Uh, it's it's non It's gluten-free. It's completely a stone ground crickets. Dude, I was in Seattle last September. Went to watch a Mariners game, and they had crickets in the concession stand. Okay, roasting crickets. Bat shit crazy 101. Don't fuck with a motherfucker eating bugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I, I went don't up give there a and I'm fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing out there. If you're munching on a bag of bugs, do not be trying <laughs> don't, to give don't mess me. With yeah, yeah. Do not be trying to give me advice because you are obviously out of your goddamn mind. Well, I'm and, not giving you advice, but I will tell you. I walked up to the concession stand and said, "Dude, I'll take some roasted crickets." Did you really? Yeah. He's like, "We're out." No. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's probably really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fucking out of crickets? <laughs> You're fucking out of... What happened? Why? You sold out you, of crickets? How could you? I have how no clue. How dare you even sell them? <laughs> they sold out of roasted crickets. Could you imagine the cricket community in this? And not just and that, that concession stand. The entire fucking stadium was out of roasted crickets. And the bug eating community is like, <laughs> look at this. Gentrification right here. Gentrification and gentrification. We can't even get a fucking cricket anymore. In Seattle, selling out of them. Yeah, we used to just eat them off the trees. We used to just eat them off the trees. Now, not a goddamn cricket to be fucking found. Because of gentrification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon, Google eating crickets. Yeah. What a bunch of assholes. Could you imagine being a guy who's had to survive off crickets? Yeah, and how like many? in the in the jungle, and then coming here and finding out, like, oh, they're selling crickets. <laughs> Is that where they're? That's where I lived on. <laughs> These bitches are paying how much for yeah, crickets? How much for crickets? Oh my god. That's right, and I all mean, these immigrants that are trying to get—we just want to catch crickets. Yeah, we just want. Yeah, like you fucking asshole. <laughs> We're just trying to. You know rich why you sold out? Rich people. Rich people. Not just white, just rich people. Lizard people. <laughs> Lizard people. Lizards eat fucking crickets. Yes, they goddamn do. <laughs> Time is a flat for we waffle. We made the yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't eat a roasted cricket because of fucking lizard people in Seattle. Good, good for you. <laughs> you, that's, you spared your sanctity. Of a, of a, you're a human still. You didn't have to sell yourself. I didn't soul. convert. Could you imagine a motherfucker just walking up to you with like a bag of crickets? Just, just munching eating, on them? Just eating bugs, just like it's all good. And you just sit there and talk to him like he's a fucking Dorito. Yeah, 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 man. Like, what the fuck's wrong with a... At what point did a goddamn 
bug not hit as hard as a potato. You know what I'm saying? Like potatoes, very awesome. Why? What? Why does somebody sweet have to potato, bring... red potato, roasted potato? Yeah, mashed. exactly. There's so many things that you can do with the potato, or other not gluten-free, non-GMO products that aren't goddamn insects. <laughs> You crazy batshit <laughs> motherfucker that has just way too much time in our board somehow. Have you ever had escargot? No. <laughs> it's a snail. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't fuck with it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with any of that shit. I have a very... You've had escargot. You, you enjoyed it, right? Was it good? See, I can't... I don't fuck with any of that shit. Like, I, I fuck with chicken... Potatoes, which going back again to the chicken thing. <laughs> to the chicken thing. How that got to chicken and watermelon shit, the, the stereotype. Oh, that, that only, book I told you about, he covers that. Does he really? He covers that stereotype. What a thorough motherfucker. <laughs> he is. Because I would be like, that's what brings us together. Killing them, eating them, all this shit. Chickens, like, it's awesome. Well, may, it might just be poor people. It is. Oh, it is. It, it, I and, knew and that's, I, that's. I'm so smart. I no, and that. His book, well, in my opinion, it is because I remember when Gordon Ramsay got on TV, right, and he started doing the the. He's that chef and starts doing all the food stuff, and he's cooking fucking rabbit. Like it's this fine French cuisine, and I'm like. Fuck, that's what we ate because... Yeah, because we was hungry. <laughs> P.S. Yeah, we ate... Ra- I didn't know we was all, to quote my mama, highfalutin and city Yeah, yeah the old falutin came back. <laughs> we eating rabbit. Spell falutin. Uh, F-A-L-U-N... F-A-L... See, I was going to go F-I. I was going to go falutin. You're going fear. I was going fear. I was going falutin. F-A-L-U-N-T-I-N-E? You want to look it up? You don't want to look it up? She's going to look up yeah, high yeah, yeah, we're going to figure it out, y'all. She's the mystery will be solved. Uh, but I do think there is a lot of... And, and that's, a, that's the other thing. So you take, like, foods that we ate because we were poor from any ethnicity. Spam. Spam. Or you take, uh, like, uh, Mexican food. You go to a Mexican restaurant, and a lot of the food they serve is what the poor was eating. It's beans and rice, and oh, some sure. chicken. Oh, sure. And they charge you how much? Right. And I'm like, right. no, there's no fucking way somebody in that country could afford. And it's totally legal for you to grow all your own beans and rice and and, and chicken right, right now to end kill it. And all you have to do is just fucking kill it and plug it and goddamn good. It is, but uh, when I look at a lot of the poor foods and how expensive they are, so here we go. Oh, damn, highfalutin is one damn word. It's H-I-F-A-L-U-T-I-N. Shit, that goddamn bad. I never... <laughs> I never thought it was a word. And no. that was on dictionary.com? Goddamn. Highfalutin is one damn word. I thought well, it was two well, words. Yeah, 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 I thought it was two. High on the hog, as they say. <laughs> oh, no. There you go. I am hog flu. Hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so drunk in this. I'm gonna have to eat before I drive. Yeah, you better eat something. Uh, the food here is not that bad. We had a uh, grilled chicken salad last time because we we mainly eat plant based. Yeah, good, good. Unless it's a uh, oyster Rockefeller. I'm at this point in my day where I'm like, Taco Bell. 
You know what I mean? Like, or somebody just shoot. Yeah, somebody but you've been sitting here. You've mentioned gluten-free, pretty healthy eating. I mean, you're not a. You eat Taco Bell? My eye. Right, here's how it is, man. Like, <laughs> here's how it is. I've had this many Budweisers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get to go back on it. I am really trying. I've been actually. I actually did actually get very weighty, by the way. Uh. I am working it off. I'm doing this workout thing and like. Uh, but I've uh, always. I've kind of. I've kind of been on a. A, a, a point where I'm like I'm trying to not put certain things or support certain things just in my in my mind yeah this is the last pair of nikes i'm ever gonna buy oh what's that uh because of what how they how they treat the 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 slave wages it's a a child uh, oh in in their manufacturing companies yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the way they make i'm not gonna support so you become more socially conscious in the things that you support man maybe because i there's a there's a a double entendre there and here's the reason the only reason why i'm not gonna buy another pair and this is why i decided was because there's too much controversy over them okay so like with the betsy smith's you know, the Betsy, Betsy Ross, Ross flag. God, Betsy Smith. That's Chattanooga for you. <laughs> old, old blue shoes. You got it. So, so goddamn. Uh, so, like, I, I just have to wonder how many kids had to work on shoes that never made it out. Right. And, like, how much harder they had to work to put other shoes out to meet a quota. And it's... It's heartbreaking. I can't. We were talking about something like this the other day about the moral responsibility. Oh, for example, did you like Michael Jackson's music or Bill Cosby's comedy? All that. Louis C.K.'s, too. Yeah, Louis C.K.'s. So if I love Louis C.K.'s, he did that. Comedians in cars getting coffee with uh so great oh yeah so fen- with, phenomenal uh, Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld yeah. is that an amazing show on Netflix or what dude it's the it best. is so simple it's the best yeah. it's the best so, it is the best insight into should really see the ones with uh, Eddie Murphy anybody who has it yes Eddie Murphy. oh my god it's I so just fun. watched that one with it's Eddie Murphy so fucking good but uh so where do you draw the line do you I mean, we grew, I grew up, I don't know how old you are, but I grew up listening to uh, Michael Jackson. He was very influential in my childhood. When does PYT not hit? Right. When is it not a great song? When is it not a great song? When is a lot of those songs not great songs? You have to separate the artist from the art, man. Do you? I do. Yeah. It, you have to make this moral decision. If I support the art... That art is supporting well, the artists. Well, now here it is. I'm not going out and seeing their shows. I'm not buying their albums. I'm not. I'm not ever going to go see Louis C.K. live until he says something that makes me feel like he is getting some sort of rehabilitation. For him. Yeah, but he's funny as hell. Agree with that, but like, would you leave your old lady with him? For well, he did ask permission. Now I agree with that. He has a psychological problem. Right, he did ask permission. He has a psychological problem. Because at never at any point in my life have I ever been like, hey, can I just jerk it to you? Right, I've never had that. Uh, It's never even came up in my mind. I'm not going to say, have I ever done that? (laughs) 
remember to ask for what I say and she calls me. No, he, but he had a quote one time where he said, um, Oh, he said it throughout his whole career. He told everybody. Everybody knew. Yeah. But here's the whole thing. It's not cool to do that. And it's not cool to make people feel well, like they're in a about, position. What about Al Franken? He that, got screwed over. Yeah, yeah, did he? I mean, like, I, I, I wasn't there. I, there's not enough in that situation to make me feel one way or another. Right. I'm not a fan of him politically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of him as far as comedy and genius. Yeah, yeah. The guy's a brilliant. He's, he's brilliant. I'm not a fan of how they took him out. He did not know that story was even in the works until it happened. Now, a good journalist would have said, hey, we're working on this story. What's your comment? What's your feedback? Do you have a comment on this? The story had been out for over 24 hours before he knew about it. Oh. My boy right there. Hold on. <laughs> oh, he was on the show with us. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh. Daryl. Daryl with it. Hold on, let's see if we can get him on him. Yeah, yeah, come up here. Come on. What are you doing? Come on up here. Yo, we got Luke, Mara, and Daryl. I'm sorry. We just Wasn't he on the that. show that night? Yeah, they both were. He was hosting. And, and, oh, that's right. He Darryl was hosting. Hosted. He asked us about Roadhead. Yes. Right. We still have not done that. No. <laughs> still got to get to that. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Be aware of what's going on. It's He's got to get carded or something. No, that's Michael right there. <laughs> Let him in, Michael. Let him in, brother. Lou. So, yeah, no, that's... It's separating that art from the artist is the hard part. Oh, it is. It is. And, and that's what you're dealing with. So I've got a, a really good friend. No, I, I don't have that. Because no, no, what you get listen. with me, what you get with me is the artist in the art. What this motherfucker been through, this is what you're getting. If you don't like it... You're not gonna like me as a person, right? But if I don't like your, if I don't like the artist, do I support your art? I might like your art, but I don't like your background. But now you're not gonna, you're, you're, you're not. There's no way because I talk about it so much, right? But so, so you're gonna really know me through thor- thoroughly. By the time we get done with my 45 minute hour, it's hit. By the time you hear all that, you gonna know me. You gonna know I've been in prison. You gonna know what I feel about. You're gonna know everything about me. Luke. So my thing here, here's my thing. Daryl, get over here. Come here. So the Nike thing. Yeah. Uh, Nick, that I told you, moved down with my son. Yeah. His dad is one of the chief designers for Nike. And matter of fact, he's over. Well, I don't want to. I want to state too much for him because I don't have permission to. But he's one of the top designers, shoe designers at Nike. Oh, okay. So he designs the shoes. Yeah, he designs shoes at Nike. He's one of the top guys. So the designs come to him. He approves them. He does all that shit. So I don't buy Nike. I never have. And it's not that I have this moral thing against Nike. It's just that, okay, now what? Right. Yeah. What's happening, brother? Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, what are y'all doing here? Luke and so the most, these one of the my, most awkward conversations or questions I've ever been asked live yeah. was about Roadhead. About what? Roadhead. Roadhead. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you remember that? Uh, with you? Or yeah. 
<laughs> no, it was with me. So I asked you from stage about Rogan? From stage. You were sitting in uh, seat one, table two. You guys referred to my son as uh, Portland Front Row. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, so you guys uh, married or happy? We're like, we're happy. Yeah, I, it's probably you do it with everybody. And then you're like, uh, so when's the last time she gave you roadhead? And I'm like, what was the answer? Uh, <laughs> on the way there. That's a great <laughs> <laughs> Did I answer it actually? I think we just kind of skipped it. Oh yeah, you followed up with. Uh, I have a joke about roadhead. Yeah, your yeah. follow up is. Wait, do you think it's awkward that I asked without asking from his son? Oh yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It's always weird when family's around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is this? What are we doing? What is I'm it? doing a, a podcast, podcast with DJ Lewis. Lewis. What's the name of the podcast? Dale Davis in the house. I don't know how y'all doing. I'm a drinking Hennessy. I'm drinking Hennessy. the podcast is Scott Bridwell. No, he's black. He is black. Tuesday. By the way, we got a show on Tuesday at Hutton and Smith Brewery. Where's the show? Hutton and Smith Brewery, right down the road on Main Street here in Chattanooga. Oh, it's here in Chattanooga yeah, on Main yeah. Street. All right. I'll have this up before it'll, Tuesday. It'll be Matt Harris, Daryl Davidson, and DJ Lewis. Let's bring this a little closer to you. Are you ain't talking right? I'm not as loud as you, DJ. No, that motherfucker's loud. I know. He's stand like, across the street and do this podcast. He could. <laughs> Normally, I'm telling people pull it up close to your face. Yeah. He'd be like way back here. Yeah, it, it'd be fine. It, it don't matter. He's just all on it. What are y'all talking about? What did we interrupt? <laughs> we, were, we were talking about Nikes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like I'm wearing Air Force One. Yeah. I know. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got some Jordans on. He's going to be the last ones that I steal. <laughs> 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 you know, are those mine? They yeah. <laughs> still you? To be honest, I didn't buy these my, my, my Nikes. Yeah, no. This is the last one that I show in public. Yeah, DJ was saying this is the last set of Nikes he's going to buy or, or be wearing. Because he stole them shit. Yeah. That's because he stole them. No, no, no. Now, here's the thing. is that they're still doing child labor. And I don't know if I'm giving money to the kids or not, but I feel like I exactly I'm not. I'm not, am I? You are, but it's I like know, a nickel. I, yeah, yeah, yeah the kid gets man, like a... Uh, kids something and then I'll start goddamn. Nike has enough money to pay them youngins. What if there's one kid who loves no, making no. shoes? Hey, DJ, you know how many youngins there are? There's like a billion people in China. All right, all right, right. They got okay, enough well, money to pay them youngins. Like, you know they got to build nets outside that place for motherfuckers so, not to... So got they to jump off the top yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, kill yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a yes. lot. There's a lot of major corporations in China that have nets built around the, the walls so that when they jump off the side, they don't hit the ground. So they probably still die. They just don't hit the ground. That's how bad it is. It's scary, I guess. I don't want them kids to go through that. I don't want them. But yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun. You right? But not oh, you just, So you tried just to find out what the net feels like. Oh, he's wanting to switch out. Who's gonna be? What they're talking about? Yeah, tell what are you saying? Oh, okay, I can hear you. What's up, baby? How y'all doing? <laughs> Give the folks your name again, brother. My name is Daryl Davidson. Daryl Davidson. Now, Daryl, I think you were opening that night. Yeah, I was emceeing for you. You were talking show. about your ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't a very black ass. Oh, shoot. Boy, you stop. <laughs> I Look, I can't go to prison, okay? Let me tell you something. If I go to prison, I'll be the Serena Williams of prison. Let me tell you that right now, okay? <laughs> 
God, it was so uncomfortably funny. Yeah. Right? When you're talking about, because you're married to a white woman. No, 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 that's Cedric. That's Cedric. Oh, that was Cedric. Yeah, he's like, all black people look alike. Oh, okay, okay. I went up like second or third. Right, right. Depending on which night you were there. I was there on a Sunday night. Yeah, Donkey Kong I wasn't there for Donkey Kong. Oh, man, how you miss Donkey Kong and Shaq? Because they're here, baby, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, no, you weren't up there Sunday. Did we see Donkey Kong? You were drunk. Oh, yeah, no, no, never mind. Correction. He was hammered. Let me tell you something. Sunday, I go to brunch with all the white women, so I'm sorry. I wasn't there. And I'm drunk at like five, and I put, pass out at six and wake up at 11. Like, what's going on? Where am I at? My shoes on? My All these white open. women. Yeah. No, no, no. I plead the fifth. I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> so I you raised there. here? No, nah, no. Nah, I was raised in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Well, same uh, thing. Southeast Tennessee. You're yeah, raising, yeah, Southeast Tennessee. You're, you're raising Tennessee. Yeah, yeah I like we were, Tennessee. I was telling him the dichotomy of, uh, of when I moved here, uh, my son moved down with a friend of his. Um, who is African American and was born and you raised? Black. In, what is it black? What I don't know. We had that conversation. It's weird, right? No. No, we had that conversation. Yeah, black. You're like well, an African American. Here yeah. it's black. African. There it's African American. It's, it's it's where you're at. But uh, Nick, and, and here's how it was. Here here's how it was. Levi was either growing up in Nick's house or Nick was growing up in my house. Okay. That's how these two guys were. And so his family was primarily from the Portland, Oregon area, and they were really apprehensive about him moving here. Yeah. Because of everything that they'd heard. And I told Nick, look, dude, it's not what you think. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm not saying there's not atrocities. I'm not saying there's not struggles. But where I grew up, the people I knew, it's a little different. Yeah. Is. What's your and be totally honest? Tell me, I'm a, a, a no, fucking I'm, absolute idiot. No, no, if you I'm, need I'm to. on Hennessy. You're gonna get the truth. I'm a, oh, yeah, okay. You about to get which is so black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very dark. If y'all can't see me, I'm wearing an orange shirt right now, and I'm very dark. I'm looking like a burnt piece of candy corn out here. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, just, just out here living. But yeah, man, Chattanooga uh, is pretty diverse. It just depends on where you go. Every city, right, has their hood. Right. Every city has their upper echelon. Like we're better than you. We got two mountains that look down on us because they're that rich. Signal look out. Yes, they, they don't even like each other. That's how bad it is. But they don't like us even more. So like they formed a unit. I think they have like a, a zip line. Right, <laughs> but, right, right. They go back yeah, and forth. That's just how they exchange their money. Like don't get well, too much. Well, DJ dirty. mentioned that for him, and and I have the same experience. When you get out into the rural areas, yeah, and the uh, the country, yeah. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Than is in the city. Yeah, it's a he lot different. A, he got a joke about how the first time he ever came visited me. He got a yoga what? <laughs> the first time he ever came visited. Yeah, the first time I ever went to visit DJ. DJ, he get. I put it in my GPS, and the GPS was like, "Your black ass don't need to go here." <laughs> That's what the GPS told me. But I love DJ enough to like, you know what? I'm willing to risk it. But see, as a, as a black man traveling in the country, you need to have two things: a full tank of gas and a full phone battery. Okay, <laughs> full tank of yeah. gas and a full phone battery. That'll stop you from getting into a lot of shit. So I'm driving to DJ's house, and as I get closer, I realize that like I'm seeing a lot more rebel flags. Oh shit! And a lot less black people. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, I got to do something about this. But I figured it out. Let me tell you how I did it. I got on Facebook. I started dropping pins. 
every fucking 30 feet. <laughs> and I made, a post I, am. <laughs> I made a post and I was like, when these pins stop, just look for a tree within a 30, <laughs> about a 30 mile radius you'll get me. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, but you didn't have that experience there though, did you? Where uh, here we're, we're visiting DJ. Oh no, 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 man, we had a good time, man. Let yeah. me tell you something. I grew up with white people, okay? Like my family, my dad grew up in the hood. My mom was like upper middle class. Yeah. So I don't know how that union came about. I think right. my dad kidnapped my mom. That's right. <laughs> And he's like, I guess I love She's on the way to school yeah. one day. He just yeah. snatched her up yeah. in the Lincoln. <laughs> Had me and my brother, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I got the best of both worlds. You know, my parents never taught us to see colors. So, like, I had my black friends and I had my white friends. And I actually united them in those friends. And it was crazy because my buddy Ben Povis, his parents were like, oh, like his dad was the director at Bowen. Yeah. So their house was like something I'd never seen before. I was like, I could fit like seven of my houses in there. <laughs> You know, and then all the black people went up there, like they were like, "Oh, these guys are cool. These guys are cool." It was like it was just like a house party, and uh, I almost died at night because I got into a computer chair and they had this really big hill that went across the business turnpike, and I thought it'd be a good idea to ride it all the way oh, down. You, yeah, you, I'm not that. You, yeah, you, you, you wouldn't even know me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, but I was, I was one Dodge caravan away from being gone. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The best sports ever were invented by guys being bored. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like the rodeo. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of cowboys sitting around drinking one night, but you can't ride that bull. Oh, man. <laughs> there should be a lot more sports, too, called uh, Camping in a Dangerous Woods with Bears and shit. That's right. I, look, I, I saw the story about the guy that fought and killed the mountain lion. And I was oh, like, they choked that motherfucker out. I was like, that's a black dude. I'm going to tell you why. Because you can't be the first brother to get killed by a wild animal. You can't, you can't be. Let me tell you why you can't do it. You, look, you lose your black card for your whole family. <laughs> Wait, Whatever. you got a black card? Yeah. Yeah, I got a black card. It took me 21 years to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to earn that bitch. It did. Uh, most black people were born with theirs. I had to earn mine. <laughs> like, mm, I grew up in Oak Ridge, man. You got to earn I got a cul-de-sac in Oak Ridge. What's that? Is that a four-bedroom house you live in? Oh, hell no. Yeah, you don't even no. have bars on your Wait, window? you don't even know what project means? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you mean what it's due tomorrow at school? I don't <laughs> like, like it's due tomorrow at school. <laughs> <laughs> project I got I gotta be on it. <laughs> no, dude, I get it. I yeah, get man. It. Oh, ben Oak Ridge is dope, man. I love Chattanooga. I haven't left. I came down here, fell in love with it, met y'all, met DJ. DJ's helped me out a lot in my comedy career, man. You know DJ. what? You're not the first person. I, I haven't told you this, but he's not the first person that's told me that about you. You've inspired a few people into comedy. Now, we, we went. Well, that, that, that white motherfucker that was here just recently, he told me he got into it because of you. What, that big-headed son bitch that's over here? Yeah, that big-headed son bitch. Yeah, goddamn, oh, well, he lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he told me. He's like, no, I was. he used to work with you, right? Yeah, no, nah, he came into my work. He worked, you know, something like that. Yeah. yeah, he said he used to work around you or with you or knew you, and you the one that inspired man, him to get into it, so he got into like, it. I don't give a fuck, man. If you in this thing, then I love... Con- if you in this thing that I love comedy, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and you working, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's nothing like comedy, man. No, comedy dude. Is, comedy, it, comedy dude. has saved my life. It's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, man. How do you I, mean? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do in my life, man. I went to college. I got my degree. I what did you degree in? I got my degree in business administration and marketing. That's a lame degree, right? Exactly. It was the easiest path. You know That's what I'm right, 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 right. <laughs> I know some of you have got degrees in that. I mean, and not that my degree is that, that fascinating, but yeah. And then 
I was working at a call center as a supervisor at T-Mobile, and it just, I was like, this isn't for me. And then the first time I ever got on stage, they didn't tell me. I had no material. Like, talk about your day. Did it, did very well, and off, off to the races. And right? you're hooked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot worse things to be hooked on, like crack, meth. <laughs> right. Tune blast. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all, y'all, I know a motherfucker just spent $400 on Tune Blast on his phone. What do you mean, groceries and hippos? I know, that's what I'm saying. What's Tune Blast? I feel bad about being hooked on a It's a guy. <laughs> it's an, oh, Tune, T-O-M-B. Yeah. No, like Tune. No, T-O-O-N. Blast. It's like a game that you play, like a Candy Crush game. He spent $400 fucking his dollars? almost left him. What do you mean almost? Is she an idiot too? No, she, <laughs> she was. She was just like, motherfucker. Either you gonna get off this tomb blast. <laughs> stop trying to fight these bears and get these <laughs> get these coins. You try to get them coins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tomb blast must be better than some cootie cat. That's all yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> At least There's no way. Book, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell would you spend four dollars on tomb blast when you got a woman it's, sitting beside you? I get it. You a single guy that. Got no game. We're doing a podcast. You want to be on it? <laughs> yeah. For me. <laughs> For me. Podcast. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. I I just got a podcast. I invited them to be on it. They said yes. It's uh, Scott Bridwell. Scott Bridwell. Bridwell. B R I D. Yeah. I just talk to people that interest me or about things that interest me. Well, I'm They're here comedians. because of affirmative action. <laughs> <laughs> affirmative action. That's why I'm here. No, no, we got to get you on. Or else, you know, it'll look kind of funny. You know? <laughs> Damn south, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I showed up with him. <laughs> I heard he got a spot, and I was trying to get, you know what I'm saying, trying to get my voice heard. I keep him around so I don't get pulled over. <laughs> Uh, so I came down here a few weeks ago, and uh, they were doing a comedy show here with the Comedy Catch. So you're comedians. Yeah. So they're comedians, and so I was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And they're yeah, sure. So I come down, set up, and we're recording the podcast. Well, not tonight. No, not tonight. We do we do sometimes, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, at a maze tonight. Yeah. What do you like? Hell yeah, you like funny. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the beautiful thing about when I record these live yeah. like this. Yeah. Just random people stop by and shit. I mean, that's, that's a lot more authentic. I told you I went to college. <laughs> right. And, uh, you said authentic. I, and her and I were talking on the way down. I said, the thing about the way I do my podcast is it, it almost invites the listener into this world. Yeah. Because they're never going to get to sit down and talk to you or DJ or, or just have random people stop on Station Street and yeah. ask them questions. And yeah. I mean, look tonight. Like, I was walking by. I was like, what's up, DJ? Like, you want to be on a podcast? Sure. <laughs> Come on. Jump yeah. on in here. Yeah, I'll jump on. Talk yeah. About, and now we got these three that we're about to get on here and just talk to them. Yeah. So what the fuck happens? There's, there's some women that DJ's doing up here. Yeah. He's, he's running some game. Yeah. I've never seen DJ wear shorts ever in my motherfucking life. Yeah. yeah. If it's not blue jeans, I've never seen them wear anything. Well, and these aren't even blue jeans. They're like Dickies. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, those are like oh, fucking Dickies. Came, he must have came up on some money or something. <laughs> he came up on some money. 
<laughs> so they're taking DJ's picture, but not mine. I'm doing the damn uh, podcast. You, you gotta need a flash. <laughs> you gotta need a flash. <laughs> She's trying to take a picture of me at night with no flash. <laughs> you gotta need a flash. A cost. You might need her phone too. <laughs> so you might be like, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's just get a big, yeah, fucking fact, floodlight out pull, here. Pull your car around. <laughs> Small, there you go. Get on in there. Got me out here looking like the Cheshire cat. <laughs> and they're like, they're going to post this on Facebook. Who the hell are these guys? <laughs> All you see is eyes and teeth like the Cheshire cat out of Wonderland. You got some Wonderland shit going on here. So what are you guys doing out tonight? You're not playing tonight. You're just hanging out? Uh, we came down here, had a couple of drinks at Sir. Oh, we went to Stir. Yeah, I like Stir. I go to Stir uh, brunch on Sundays. It's the best brunch in Chattanooga. Well, you had, uh, what was that sour you had? That, um, Chopped salad. No, it was no. a sour. Um, it was. Uh, oh, elderflower sour. No, that's not what I got. Oh, no, I thought I that's. Got the oh, you got the Jezebel jaw. Yeah, yeah because Jezebel. I. Yeah, I was like, I, a, that sounds like an expensive salad. <laughs> well, it's it's a drink. Oh, the Jezebel sounds Jezebel like an expensive salad. Huh? Jezebel jar or something. I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I get that. I like Jezebels. Yeah, you'll get a, you get a drink at Stir, and it'll look it'll be like, what do you want? I want a whiskey and coke, and they put this big ice block in there, and all of a sudden the drink is like 19.95. Right, <laughs> right. I got. Um, I forgot what they call it. They got some French name for it to make it sound really highfalutin. And we looked up highfalutin. It's an actual word. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we looked it up. But, I just thought it was like that expensive water. Was that Perrier? Yeah. That water's like $12. So. Well, they're fucking, <laughs> this, this drink was like $12. And I'm not, I'm not downplaying the drink. I knew what it was going to be costing when I walked in there. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I'm okay with that. But uh, they they got this name for this drink, and I tasted it, and I looked over, and I said, this is a fucking old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> this is an old-fashioned. They put an umbrella on that shit and cut up some cucumbers right. and swirled it around, like, here you go. <laughs> right. I'm like, this is a goddamn old-fashioned. I mean, and that's the cheapest liquor out there yeah. to make an old-fashioned, but they got this really high, expensive liquor, and blah, 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 and this name on it. That's but it. we had the uh, <laughs> cornbread cheesesteak. Not cheesesteak, cheesecake. Cornbread cheesecake. I mean, it sounds good either way. Dude, Steak, put that on cake. top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> your tongue will black both your eyes trying Ooh, to get to it. Man, that sounds like my kind of doom right there. That That's was. Like. And then we got uh, Oysters Rockefeller. Mm. Yeah, so we didn't eat too much. You guys like, you want any more food? I'm like, no, you know how many restaurants around here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. eat a little here. I'm going to eat yeah. a little there. I'm going to eat a little here. Yeah, I love my stir people, man. Like, I, I go, I've been going there every brunch I'm in town for. I was actually at the grand opening over there. When so, like, Everything's free. And I was like, oh, man, you know, black man here free. I'm there. I wait, 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 wait. When, when's it free? When the grand opening. You know, oh, the, the open, the soft open or whatever. And they're all running around with chickens, their heads cut off. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm ordering like 12 drinks. They're like, who are you here with? Like, me, my, I'm all personalities. That's what I'm here with. <laughs> I'm with <laughs> yeah. all my personalities. This is for all my homies in jail right now. That's what this is for. I'm taking a shot for every 12 of them. That's what <laughs> So we're doing the uh, Chattanooga Distillery Tour tomorrow. Mm. Have you done that yet? No. We're I right not. across the damn street. Yeah, I know. I never make it that far. 
when I go to brunch, when I get up, I'm leaving. So that's what it is. Right. You know, when you're number 13 in, 13 double most in, you know, you gotta kind of take, you gotta kind of chill. Yeah, well, we're doing that tomorrow, and because um, we gotta drive back to Mitmian County. And he's like, uh, I said, well, we'll do, because there's a tasting flight that goes yeah. with it. I said, we'll do one tasting flight. Yeah. Because I gotta drive back. I've already been to jail. I don't need to go back. <laughs> I haven't even been to jail. That's the my mom's side, you know. Remember suburbs, cul-de-sac. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> well, and I grew up in suburbs and cul-de-sac shit. I've been to jail. Yeah, <laughs> I was that black dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're the black dude that got out of it. I'm yeah. the white dude that didn't. I had him my ID. Now, if I get pulled over, and the cops are like, "Is this you?" <laughs> <laughs> they can't believe I'm a 34 year old black man that's never been jailed. No speed tickets. <laughs> like, oh, you cheating? I ain't no. <laughs> So it's a fake you? ID. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. You Jesse Jackson's son? Yeah, I'm about to be. I'm about to be the president. That's right. gonna happen. So I'm we're about. doing that tomorrow, but maybe we could do the uh, brunch. Did you just say he's gonna be the president? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be president, man. Davidson, 2024. You ready? Yeah. All right. All right. A, well, look, I love talking to you guys. Hey, man, I'm Me and so Lou glad you get back to the house. By. I'm gonna let DJ put these back on. Yeah. DJ, DJ Lewis. My yes. name is Daryl Davidson. Follow me on uh, Instagram at yeah. The Real Davidson. The Real Davis? Yeah, D A R E A L D A V I D S O N. I'm surprised I spelled that because I've been drinking hen dog. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, I'm going to tell you there something. You I'm going to give y'all white people a black man's secret. <laughs> okay. if, you, if a girl's coming over, go get your bottle of Hennessy. You'll take care of business. Trust me on that. <laughs> and there you have it. Thank you, brother. Damn. That was fun, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, DJ Brother. Yeah, I hope y'all very much enjoyed that. That was a great little... Segway. That was. That was. That was a great little segue. Well, brother, you done with your beers. Are we done with the podcast? Yeah, we are definitely. I got to pay and smoke and die and hate before I even try to operate a, a machinery. I've got to got... There's a lot of stuff that's got to happen. But, they got uh, this thing called Lyft and Uber. Yeah, not gonna do that. I'll sleep in my car. You know what I'm saying? I'm extra money to get back. It's yeah. not that much money. If I had to come back and get my car, it is. Oh, it's no. very, I can just sleep in my car. The weather's beautiful. Oh, the weather is beautiful here tonight. Yeah, so I'm not worried about it. Right. I will not drive drunk, though. And I'm gonna advise everybody out there don't do it. Or chicken bite. It's illegal. Well, <laughs> both are illegal. <laughs> Definitely don't drive drunk. <laughs> if you feel like chicken fighting's in your future, do that. <laughs> it's way more lucrative. DJ Lewis, brother, thank yeah, you. Yeah, buddy, thank you very much. All right. Yeah, it's man. been one of my favorite podcasts. I appreciate it. Hell yeah, it. man. Woo, Woo!